Hey there, a quick word from future Jason. We were recording in an unusual environment for this episode, and unfortunately some audio distortion made it onto our main track. We've done what we can to reduce it, but there are occasional quiet bursts of static throughout the episode which we've been unable to remove. We apologise for the lapse in audio quality, but things should be back to normal from next episode onward. Enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous darkness no, no, down no, the no, no, no. of <laughs> Dungeons oh, and Did everyone dragons. else feel that coming and just hate it as soon as you realised yep. where it was going? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, good. Let's just good. not play. Let's just, <laughs> no. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, never going to give you up, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, never going to let you down, <laughs> And Ellie, never going to run around to desert you, Sparrow. Yes. Today's three was, Today's three was uh, suggested on Twitter via Sarah at spicy underscore burrito. Oh. Oh. We love you. We love you. Wherever you are. Appropriately for this episode, we're all together. Hey. You're in person. Also, I'd like to talk about our recording session. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you pro- you might have seen the pictures on Twitter like weeks ago because I've probably put them up by now. But basically, Sam's room that we're we're all at Sam's house for the weekend for a party. Hi. Mm. Hello. Hello. And best um, the best party. Aww. And it's a yearly thing. Everybody sings. It's great. But basically, Sam's room that we have access to for D and D does not have a proper table. So we have a football table. Yes, one of the ones with the twirly men that yeah. you pretend to kick things with. Sabutio! And, uh, no, that's no. Thing. Is that not Sabutio? No, that's the little flicky men. Sometimes oh. this is referred to as foosball. 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 Oh, that's yeah, the I thought Sabutio... No, they're the little flicky guys. So How do you flick those guys? We have they? a football table, or a foosball table, whatever you prefer, and we've put various like odds and ends of cardboard boxes on the top, <laughs> on top of the little men, so that it's an actual table that we can roll dice on. Mm. Jason has a sort of monstrosity going on at the end that I'm not sure even how to describe. Going, yeah. so I got more, yeah. I got wings to accommodate my the the calcinia binder and the tech and so on. Yeah, there's like a long bit of cardboard, so Jason has this like epic like long Ooh. tea and table if situation. Sour, I wings. lean too much into this table. There's a chance we'll impale the other one on one of them. So <laughs> let's not do that. It's um, it's one of our more exciting recording sets. Up, so I have to say, mm. also, it, I've got a Jeffrey. Yes, Sarah if, bought us a Jeffrey, yes. so Robbie has a Jeffrey who I will also photograph yes. and put on Twitter oh. because he's very photogenic. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, if the Jeff recording, right. if you, I mean, you know, the eagle-eared amongst eagle-eared, bat-eared mm-hmm. amongst you, you know, Mel occasionally notice where I uh, have small technical uh, adjustments. Uh, any, the, the, uh, it's entirely possible that if one comes this episode, it might be because the microphone has just fallen through the cardboard and into the foosball table. <laughs> well, hopefully so, not. That would be dreadful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> that, would be really, dreadful. that would be really, really bad. Let's I'm hoping not. to score many goals with my dice. <laughs> yes. Yes. Also, I mean, there is a there is a very a distinct tray. possibility. Oh, I do have a little tray. You have a little dice tray. <laughs> I've got the tray where the ball goes, and I can put my dice in it. I've got I've got two <laughs> tiny so little uh, polystyrene foosballs. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking, but there is a possibility that a dice will fall into the table. So if you hear yeah. really weird dice noises, that is why. That's why. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, speaking of ominous foreboding, it's time for us to cast our minds forward <laughs> and uh, ask. <laughs> Future us, 
Are the messages from the present any worse than the current situation <laughs> in which our oh. characters find themselves? It strongly depends on who you ask. Since you're asking me, it could be worse. It's Future Jason, with messages from the present. Listen up for a spot from our friends over at Infinite Deer during the break this episode. We have been nominated for an Audioverse Award in the Improvised Production category. Thank you to everyone who nominated us. That's amazing. Voting opens this month, so if you'd like to vote for us, and please do, you can do so by heading over to audioverseawards.net and filling out the form there. Link in the description. As previously mentioned, next year, on February the 1st, we will be performing a one-hour live show at Pod UK. Now in its second year, Pod UK is the UK's only fan-focused podcasting convention, dedicated to bringing independent podcasting into the spotlight, giving creators a stage, and providing a home for like-minded podcast fans to gather, make friends, and celebrate the works they love. While many UK podcast events focus on the industry, Pod UK focuses on fostering a fun, geek-friendly environment akin to that of the Comic-Cons and VidCons of the world. Pod UK is held at Millennium Point in Birmingham, a perfect travel hub for those in and out of the UK. It features live recorded podcast performance from The Amelia Project, The People's Polygraph, She Done It, words to that effect, and, well, us, <laughs> along with panel discussions, workshops, meet and greets, and merchandise tables. If you want to pre-book tickets, you can do so at rocksaltevents.com slash poduk2020, with tickets costing £20. However, as organisers Jess, Brett, and Chris put it, conventions are one, fun as all get out to put on, and two, expensive as all get out to put on. With this in mind, they have started an Indiegogo campaign to help fund the 2020 convention. There are a bunch of rewards for backers, from enamel pins to special exclusives from all the podcasts involved. So please visit their Indiegogo page, link in the description, and see if you can help out. And that's it for announcements this time. Past Jason, you're about to make some frightening comments, but just for a little perspective, in the time that has passed between you recording this and me saying this, your country's politics have gone through an insane loop-de-loop -loop in which your Prime Minister called a vote of no confidence on himself as part of a trap, the leader of the opposition refused a general election in order to avoid said trap, the aforementioned Prime Minister illegally attempted to shut down Parliament for several weeks, and the courts overturned it just in time to stop him holding his own party's annual conference. Boy oh boy, do you have it all coming. And by the time this comes out, it's only going to be the start of October. By the way, the whole 31st of October date? We still don't know. Back to you, Past Jason. Okay, I mean, looking at the date in which we recorded this and the likely date of release, it won't have been the end of October. <laughs> so we shouldn't have... Oh, so so we, we won't, have had, so we won't have had that terrible news. Happy fucking Halloween. <laughs> For those of you listening from the future, post uh, the events of October the 31st, good luck. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, genuinely we're thinking okay. about stockpiling food. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually no, gotten to we that We really point. should should do that. I'm gonna do a can run and just fill my cupboards. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's both. Oh dear, how <laughs> bleak is how, that? How is that bad that I did not call that out? It's like, oh, that's a bit dumb. You don't need to do that. How is it? How is that not the case? Yeah. yeah. Oh god. 
And we're, on that cheerful literally, note... We're putting off being nervous about D&D by yeah. being nervous about real life. That's yeah. how bad things are that's, in D&D Wow, right that's, that's an impressive say. We're all really nervous. I know, So if we sound a bit mental, like, this is why... I'm so nervous I've had like seven wees before the podcast started. So, um, yeah. So on that note, <laughs> it's time to start. <laughs> no, I don't want to. I'm scared. Flintlocks and <laughs> fireballs. <laughs> Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So, gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, oh, oh no, on like flintlocks and fireballs, the party has been split. Upon returning to Alassant, treaty in tow, our oh God, companions managed to uh, retru- uh, deliver the treaty and were preparing to. Uh, negotiate its passage with the assembly, its ratification, uh, the following morning. They foiled an assassination attempt against uh, President Jean-Paul Savat, although in the process uh, he did receive serious injuries, which were skillfully healed uh, by surgeon, uh, ship surgeon Corzin Jorges. However, it will still be 24 hours before you can speak again. Uh, due to the complexities of the injuries involved. The party... How uh, is that not the previously undone? I'm <laughs> yep. sorry, can we just take... That, yeah. Like, that <laughs> was a lot. There. Let's go back like, to that yeah. fucking yeah. hill. Sorry, do carry on. I'm just freaking out. Ignore me. The party <laughs> managed to... The party managed to track down the would-be assassin and... The person who directly gave the order to the assassin uh, and managed to bring both into custody despite some fairly serious resistance. Uh, After an interrogation session in which we discerned that the one member, that one of the accused who was very fervent about their beliefs and uh, would not give up their uh, their superior, even under threat of death. The party retreated to their apartments, where they were decided to ro- essentially room with Jean-Paul Savat and several guards. During the court events of the evening, Leah had remained behind in the Palace of Justice. Oh my God, where's Leah? <laughs> when they returned, oh, the, layers here. the party had a short conversation with Leah as they gathered and prepared for uh, and filled her in. Leah then left and did not return. The party, uh, Celestia, followed by the others, ran out of the Palace of Justice, was able to track the tracks left behind, 
heading north, deeper into the city, winding up into the Yellow Quarter, uh, between the Foundry Quarter and Hall Alley, and making their way to a dead-end street, whereupon they saw Leah, or so it seemed, bearing five rings on their right hand, in a lightning ambush, with a series of shot arrows, cast spells and the applications of poisons and sedatives, the party was subdued. Celestia was kidnapped. I'm going to pick up here. So, Corzin. Yep. You've slumped to the ground, your eye, your consciousness flickering in and out. You look up, you just see the moment where Scamp is also shot, slumps to the ground. Both of you are struggling, bleeding. You can feel your life bleeding from your bodies. You have flickering moments of shadowy figures clustering around, descending from the rooftops, placing Celestia in irons, dragging her away. Something happens, and you feel yourselves falling into darkness. Again, flickers of consciousness, figures pick you up. You feel yourselves carried away, but you slip down into the darkness. I would like both of you to roll me a constitution check, please. Check, not safe. Check, not safe. 14. 6. Okay. Time passes. Cousin, you drift. There's not much dream in your sleep. Scattered visions and echoes before you feel yourself starting to come to. Your head is blistering with pain you feel and you can feel what seems like the sluggish after effects of some sort of toxin in your system you can also feel even as you were kind of regaining consciousness that your hands have been bound behind your back with what feels like some sort of hemp and you appear to be tied to some sort of support beam um kind of re- you can vaguely hear a slightly muffled conversation you've not yet opened your eyes right. what do you wish to do how far away does this conversation seem give me a perception jack we'll see how much you can hear of it okay. that's 25 25 you can hear it clearly in fact um it sounds like it's coming through uh, a half-open door of some sort. Right. Um, not a closed door. It's not quite muffled enough for that. Uh, and you can hear it's a couple of people are, t- are talking. Uh, you can also hear, however, from the rustling of clothes and idle movement uh, that it sounds like there's more than just two people out there. Probably four, right. you would guess. Um, and you hear, the, uh, you hear them talking. Anyway, 
But anyway, as I was saying, I think it's going to take some time for uh, the rest of them to come back. You think? Well, you know, it's going to be a rough morning. I heard from Jacques that Cosette's uh, trial is going to be held before, uh, very early on, and well, I know a lot of people are going to be want to be there for that. Yeah, well, that's one thing for them. What about us? Look, once the others get back, we'll have a few more people here. I'll cover for you. I know you always looked up to her. Thank you. What are we going to do about these two anyway? I don't know. All I know is Marcel saw the pair of them when Cosette got picked up. The um, boat, they were all flying, he says. And the teeth did something or said something and he was convinced that um, there were... Is that uh, there were assassins in the building, bought some time to work, uh, to uh, to run off or fly off, as the case may be. <laughs> Fucking wizards! I don't know if it was a wizard. This seems like some sort of weird teeth magic. You saw how young they were. You got them. You got them bound, so yes, of course. Gagged them. Uh, Proper not gag in the mouth. We made sure to bind, that, uh, bind them solidly uh, to the wine barrels. What about those? Uh, what about the Hartley? Mm, don't didn't see any magic. I don't think they were the one doing the flying. That's it. We disarmed them. I've got the all of the equipment uh, hooked. Uh, I've got all of the armaments uh, locked up with uh, the um, with the cheeses. Let me tell you. I would not mind going through some of that. You should have seen some of the equipment. Alright. Not taking anything yet? Of course not. You know how it is. Fraternity. We'll wait till, the, uh, till someone gets back who is actually in charge and we'll, uh, you know, divide the spoils. There's enough for everyone. Is the boss coming? No. No, she's going to be busy today. Hopefully someone else, though. This is, you know, a bit of a for my blood. So, yeah, this conversation kind of continues. Corzin is going to crack open an eye, just okay. like a tiny little bit, and have a look around. Your eyes are a little blurry at first, but it focuses. And um, you appear to be in a cellar. Okay. Um, and you can see that there, it's a fairly, it appears to be a wine cellar, or possibly, actually give me a sniff, beer cellar. There's a bit of wine in here. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can see that there are a number of casks, uh, of ale casks up on uh, racks. Mm. Uh, the heavy wine barrels, uh, there are some heavy wine barrels, actually less like barrels and more like full on like tons right you know like uh hogsheads and so on that they're they're proper vats and you can just see through the corner of your vision without having to move your head uh an unconscious um pink skinned uh, goat horn tiefling has been bound to one of the uh one of the wine barrels they have been gagged uh mm-hmm. with a bit of with a heavy bit of cloth uh, of cloth so that there's like a a, a knot in it so it's in their mouth oh, so right. can't really yeah. speak much 
they have had their, they've been balanced that their arms are kind of like almost sort of spread eagled backwards around and they're tied around the whole uh, barrel okay. as well uh, you you can't really tell but just moving your hands a little yeah you're you're tied to some sort of wooden support that's you know holding up the ceiling of the um, uh, of the basement and through and you can see there's a set of stairs leading up a small set of staircase leading up to another room mm-hmm. uh, and I say there are actually two rooms here there's one uh, there's a closed door you can see it's got a solid uh, padlock on the door keeping it shut uh, and up a bit you can also see that there is an, a half open door beyond which you can see a halfling and a human both dressed in what looks like the kind of ram slightly uh, civilian-esque outfits of the uh Alicent militia both have well one has a musket one has a carbine all right uh is there anyone else in the immediate room no you can hear there's a couple of people beyond them in whatever room is above you can't really see it uh who are you can hear just like the moving on chairs and so on, but right. there's but you can't hear it. See anyone else in this room? They've uh, yeah. This is uh, this is very much not really intended as as a prison, as right. a wine store. Okay. Uh, can I feel around to my own bindings and figure out what we've got here okay. in terms of knots and how they might be undone? Okay, so. You- Give me a careful feel. So the knots on you, uh, they're they're pretty solidly done. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a lot of time to tie you up, uh, and you've got freaking awful ache in your shoulders from being in this position all night. Yeah, not to mention in your ass. Uh, <laughs> you do actually have your legs free though. Is worth noting. Right, okay. Um, Did they take the sacks out of my boot? I'm going to roll an investigation check for them. Uh, Again, they had time to search you. All of your obvious weapons have been taken. I would like you to retroactively roll me a stealth check for hiding your sacks. That would be a ten. No. Uh, with multiple of them searching you, uh, not quite. They didn't roll very well, but they rolled above a ten. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, they did get the sacks because a halfling was searching you. Fair. Uh, do you have any other concealed items on you? Uh, uh, looking down in your. Okay. So look, so basically, your pack has been taken from you. Yeah. Uh, but anything that you would have carried on your clothes that is not a weapon, you still have. All right. Um, not an awful lot of things. Because this is Cause and Jorge's we're talking about. It took them ages to decide. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so long. All right. Uh, can I... From I, I'm, I'm kind of in the sitting position right now, aren't yeah. I? Um, can I... Or do, is there enough given the rope that I can stand up? I'll say there is. Yeah. All right. So you kind of just carefully get your lift yourself. How far away from me is Scamp? Scamp is 
Scampers a fair distance away. Uh, they are a full. They're about twenty feet off. Uh, so they're uh, tied to the white barrel. All right. Um, they are yeah. They're, they're like they're close enough that you you'd kind of have to slightly stage whisper potentially, but it's possible. Although you still have your hat. Yeah. Trifons aren't dangerous looking. That's fine. No. Yeah. Um, he is going to attempt to subvocate uh, uh, to see if uh, Scamp can pick that up. Yeah, you twist your head and sort of tap the bit of your of, of your tricorn that yeah. has the plate in it against the the pillar, yeah. and sort of under your th- uh, sort of mumble under your breath. Uh, I'm going to say Scamp. Scamp. You've been kind of. Yeah. Groggily, here, causing voice in your uh, just coming out of the little thing, uh, a little thing on your uh, yours. Where was yours? Uh, where was your plate hidden? Actually, is a good question. Uh, it was in the. On your horn. It was on your horn, but it was in the bit of leather, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're intelligent enough to have taken the leather off. So you still have that. So you hear it just you hear the buzzing, the, the voice coming through your horn and into your skull. Ow! You're telling me. Yeah. Where, where's Celestia? You're kind of like you're kind of having to speak. You're, you're kind of sort of. It's a bit difficult for you to form words because oh, you because you've got a gag in your mouth. Aren't telepathic, are they? They're not telepathic. No, so you so you get so so you can kind of like. Okay. I'll say for the sake of the microphone, we can hear you. Causing, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're kind of making this is slightly muffled everything coming through. Okay, uh, but it, but because of the way it works, you can make the sound in your throat yeah. just enough to be able to. I'm using ventriloquy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for microphone. Yeah, for microphone. So, yeah, <laughs> for microphone speak, it's audible. Imagine it muffled. Yeah. With it's enough that you can you can get messages across through this, but not uh, but not enough vocal ability to cast spells for vocal components. All right, fine. Celestia? I don't know. Have you got weapons? Can you get us out? Not on me, no, but... Are they in the... Where are we? What? I think we're in a basement somewhere. Where Where are your weapons? I think whoever, had, whoever tied us up here took them. Any idea where? Probably in the next room. Okay. You'll look over at the at the at the and yeah, you can actually with that twenty five percent check, you can smell the whiff of cheese coming from that lock. <laughs> right. Uh, friend, I'm here. Jeffrey is very confused and on his own with Savat right oh now. Oh no, <laughs> Jeffrey! Still has the knife though. Oh no, <laughs> Jeffrey! I wish the listeners could have seen both your shoulders drop in relief when Friend was here because, yeah. oh my god, it was a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Friend, can you. How are you with knots? I can give it a go. How are we on spells and hit points? So, you have not had a short, a long rest, but you have had a, effectively a short okay, rest. Okay, so we can roll some hit dice? So you dice? can roll some hit dice oh, and recover okay. hit points. So you've had, a very, you've had the, effectively a short rest, because you've not been able to rest, per se. I can never remember this. Up to half on a short rest. Yeah. 
Up to half your hit dice, yeah. Right. Um, okay. So that's 21. Sorry. Mind um, you actually know, I'm going to take that back. Um, You've had a long rest, because it's been eight hours. It's... Oh. Oh, why would you say that? Yeah, you've okay. had eight hours of unconsciousness. So I've got my spells. Yeah. Okay. And... Functionally, yeah. the hip the light back. the light in this room, by the way, for you, causing because you don't, can't see in the dark, is just coming through that that, that one open door. There's right. No, there's no okay. lighting currently lit down here. Um, okay. But it looks like it looks like a little bit of natural light up there. Okay. So looking over it, yeah. So it it's like, daytime. It and feels we like were, it's day. Yeah. And last time we were out, it was night. Okay. Yeah. That's useful to know because it was around like what. Yeah, it was around close to midnight when you did the run. Nuts. I just need the one out of my mouth. Okay, I think I can do that. Um, give me a dexterity check on uh, on friend's behalf, essentially using your own dexterity. Oh, oh, that's oh, 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 the uh, the little thing comes down. And you tell me where the weapons were, didn't you? Yep. You hear Ert Princess. So I just knocks over. That's right. Uh, for Ert Princess, okay. They managed to miss me when they were searching you. I'm uh, still in your. Po- I, I'm. I managed to keep myself in your pocket. Do you know if there's anyone in the room with the weapons? No, uh, it looks like they. The, that's literally just a cheese storage room. Okay. Uh, they uh, they put a lock on it. The key, the the halfling up there has the key. I don't key. need a key. No, you don't. Oh, uh, I'm going to you... cast Dimension Door to Corzin. Yeah, it's vision. It's it's it's. Uh... It's not even vision based. I can go anywhere yeah, I know. It's, it's verbal only, isn't it? It's yeah. just verbal. Yeah, just... and I can only take things. Of my weight, I, like I take yeah. objects if I want to. So that yeah, barrel yeah. is staying the fuck where it is. Yeah, you just okay. <laughs> you appear the the ropes. Nice. So, I guess anything that was tied, the ropes would come with me in general. But the one that was around the barrel, there's now no barrel, so it's loose. Yeah. So I can't leave the ropes behind because they're on me. But yeah. but okay. So yeah. So now you have like about twenty foot of rope behind you. <laughs> And it steps over it, so it's like Step <laughs> so it's over not it. Yeah, your back, your hands were tied are tied to the rope, so it's weirdly it's like you're you've got skipping ropes tied yeah. to the <laughs> <Aww. laughs> Um I'm gonna grab Corzin and Dimension Door into the cheese cellar. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're in a almost you're in a, da- you're in a dark room. Uh, no. <laughs> uh you're in a small, cramped dark room that smells of cheese. Uh However, at least one of you can see in the dark. Uh, Causing it's pitch black in here. Uh, um, cheese cellar. All right. Can you see any? Uh, <laughs> can any I of my see weapons? his weapon? So yeah, you can see as well as some cheeses, which, uh, wheels of cheese, which have been stored up. Um, very much lesser than the, than the, there's only there's only like three cheese wheels left. Mm. It's been a hard uh, few years. Um, there, uh, uh, and in place of those cheese, can we steal cheeses. the cheese, please? <laughs> in place can of we steal those, the cheese? Oh, <laughs> always steal the cheese. Yeah. Always steal the cheese. <laughs> in place of the, yeah, we've done that as a bonus content. Um, so I love that song. Yeah. Uh, so okay, so there are some specific so things that are here. Causing 
all of your weapons and equipment, uh, 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 all of your weapons, all of your ammunition is here. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, your backpacks are here. However, your coin purses have been taken. So any money that you were carrying on you so has been moved somewhere else because, of course, they would. Yeah. yeah. Uh, any gemstones or obvious valuables mm. have been taken that were not weapons, which does mean the uh, the ring. The, I think it's the diamond. It was diamond, was it? Not rather than pearl. Yeah, the diamond. Yeah. Ring. Uh, yeah, so diamond the diamond ring. ring is missing as well. And the phantom mask, presumably. And the phantom mask. Right. Those have gone somewhere else. What about else. the eel statue? Uh, the, the eel statue. Stick. Okay, so both of those look nice, but were but but were. I'm going to roll a check for them. Okay, they kind of looked at those, and knowing that you were you were clearly some sort of weird tiefling sort uh, tiefling wizard thing. Um, Immediately decided, yeah, that shit's cursed, and locked it in. <laughs> yeah. with, uh, and most importantly, where's the gimp suit? The gimp suit <laughs> has remained untouched. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> <the person's back. laughs> and the nun's outfit. And the risque nun's outfit. The risque nun's outfit is very important. Yes. Right. So, the, so, so, yes. That was nerve. There's a story. I'm very nervous. silly today. I keep talking when Do I don't need to. I'm the, sorry, um, I'm so nervous. The, the helm. <laughs> Oh, uh, the goat helm. Because you, yeah, you kept the goat helm, didn't you? Uh, this was also stored in here. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just yeah, it's been carried around. Okay, so you're just taking up. What? So scrolls as well, just still. Uh, scrolls are still there. Yeah, okay. they, they, these these guys were essentially just robbing you because you had obvious valuables rather than you yeah. know, uh, and taking Fair the enough. obvious weapons. Um, I'm going to try and cut Corzin's hands free with one of his swords. Yeah, you very yeah. easily, if somewhat uncomfortably, do so. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, let's grab our stuff. We've been asleep a while. Oh, your thieves' tools are in here as well. Okay, good. Good. I can do magic I couldn't do when we went to sleep. This is a long time. Right, okay. Um, can we... We're uh... missing a lot of stuff. How important's the stuff? I mean, the money's a blow, but really small potatoes right now. Um... Uh, does Corson have his um, uh, healer's kit? Uh, yes, that was stored here as well. Right, okay. He's going to... Oh, uh, I'm going to the... light my torch! My what? everlasting yes. torch! Sulian <laughs> passport and the uh, potion of water breathing. Uh, those are still here. Okay, right. Yes, so um, your papers are still here as well. He is going to you know, do a very, very quick tool-up sequence. Yeah. <laughs> She ran plays in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a glowstone, so, you know, I, I, I have all the lights in my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Right. Quickest way out of here, Dan, is if we can find a window, right? Uh, no. The quickest way is we ask friend where the street is, and then we go there. All right, you do it. <laughs> friend? Uh, Approximate direction. How far up? How far to the uh, side? We... Okay, uh, I'm here now, so I'm going to have to try and remember this. Uh... So they brought you in through... Okay, they brought you in through the side door. Uh, we went down through the beer cellar entrance in the, just behind the bar. Uh, so... Do you know the streets? Yes, uh, we're outside the old duck. Uh, we're, we're under the old duck. Okay, I can sort of place from there. Yes, uh, I think... Um, Right, the way you're holding... Okay, turn 90... Yeah, t- t- turn to your left. Okay. Yeah, left a bit more, left a bit more. Okay, Here? that way should be facing the street. 
Okay. Um, um, which I would guess is uh, 15 feet. F- yeah, 15 feet forwards, 10 feet up. That'll take you straight into the main street. Do we street. want to be on the street? Do we want to be further? Uh, Maybe the next street. If you can do it, great. Roof. What time of day is it? Uh, it Could I tell? Uh, jo- give me a, just a straight wisdom check based on the uh, on the colour of the light. Natural oh. 20. Natural 20. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like it's uh, it's been about, you want to say, like, maybe 7, 7.30, based on the quality of the lights. It's not fully bright light, but the, the sun is up and has been up for a good hour or two. Right, seems morning still. Okay, so the streets will be busy? The people Get, are going to work? That getting time? that way, yeah. So rooftop be better? Probably better if we don't want to be seen. You remember that this was a proper three-story building, so uh, you kind of estimate this to the rooftop from that. Okay, well, we're all right just to leave the stuff. We've For got now, to. We, can, we need to find Celestia. Yeah, we'll go find Celestia. Yeah, okay. So, uh, uh, you're going to... So, is your plan to... Dimension door to the, the roof. roof. Okay. You grab uh, Causing by the shoulders and... Oh, <laughs> It's like at crouching this point, as we do it, so that we yeah. come down, we're small when we hit the roof. You're okay, so, small. at this point, the pair of you, I'm going to do this twice, Uh-oh. the pair of you <laughs> suddenly find yourself in, uh, in daylight. Uh, it is, there is some, it's a little bit overcast in places, but there, is, like, there, it will be overcast later in the day. You can see the clouds coming in the distance there. Uh, but there is still bright light all around. You're on top of the roof. Nearby, there is a uh, there, there is the main chimney. Uh, there is also someone on the roof. Ah. Whoops. Who... What just, do I see? So, <laughs> uh, at, this, uh, at this point, Oksana... You have been. Uh, you managed to track the. Uh, you've been. You've been here for uh, for some time. You've uh, trying to figure out how to deal with the uh, with the soldiers down below. You've you made your way to a good vantage point. You've been watching, trying to wait until some of them leave for a good moment. At which point, flickering into existence like like an invisibility spell, decloaking, <laughs> a pink tiefling with uh, curled goat's horns uh, in a, and an absurd in a sort of uh, black uh, in a sort of black robe quite weirdly like a, fa- a fancy dwarven festival robe um, <laughs> and a halfling you want to say sailor uh, <laughs> uh, where, uh, with a tricorn and a fuck ton of weaponry <laughs> Uh, both We're a fucking weird party, aren't we? I don't, yeah, I don't really appreciate it until I try and look at us from a stranger's um, point of view. What do the uh, what do the pair of them see? So, um, I guess you hear this voice go, "Oh shit!" and you oh, shit. she's like holding out a hand. Basically, you see a human lady, okay. um, olivey skin, mm-hmm. sort of tawny brown hair. It's shaved at both sides and there are long thick braids sort of going over the top. Two braids. Mm-hmm. Um, braided to her head and going all the way down her back. Um, her clothes are pretty simple sort of brown leathers. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are a couple of other notable things about her that you would notice. Oh yeah, the eyes are bright bright green. Like the brightest green eyes that you've mm-hmm. ever seen. Um, so the first notable thing that you would notice other than the clothes is, um, a big sort of long leather glove, 
Um, it's a sort of long fingerless leather glove about elbow length, and there are short lengths of metal going all the way along it that look like they could be taken out and put back in, mm. basically. And she has a similar situation going on on... So that's on her right hand. On mm-hmm. her left shoulder, she has a similar sort of thing going on. It's a bit like a pauldron. And mm-hmm. um, there's a strap going over the body that straps it to the shoulder. And the same thing, like lots of metal rods going mm. along it. Um, there are some gaps in both yeah. where stuff looks like it might have been swapped, that kind of thing. Um, also, the other thing that you would immediately notice about her is some really massive tattoos. Mm. Um there are quite a few tattoos. There are a couple of tattoos um, across the chest of, you know, some one that looks like a little bit of fire. There is a tattoo that looks like a few arrows, mm. uh, but most notably going up the right shoulder, which is bare, sleeveless sort of leather waistcoat going on. There is a sort of twisting tentacle that mm. goes up around the shoulder. And along the other arm... Um, down to the wrist is another tentacle that again sort of twists around the arm so you see her before you she's holding a hand up as they're about to cast a spell and she goes how the fuck did you get up here walking were you invisible yes how did you get out walking you were unconscious we woke up yeah obviously <laughs> but you were tied we untie that sailor yeah. Oh, Who are you? What? You're not fighting us, are you? I no, want... no, no, no. I'm here to help. I was um, waiting for an opportunity, but you've been pretty heavily guarded. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I didn't see any. My girls. name's Oksana. Hello. Hi. Oh. Mm. Um, scam. Corzin. Yeah, I know. Um, Did uh, Savat send you? No, um, I'm an interested party. We need to find Leah. Yes, we do. Uh, Which one's Leah? Um, the elf. high elf. Blonde hair. Oh, quite tall. That, but she's not with you all the time? No, she left and we were following her, but then we were ambushed. Oh, right. It wasn't her. No. Yeah, did, did I see where Leah went out of interest? No, because they ran off and then you had to track them afterwards. So I imagine. Were, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've been tracking you. Uh, right. We need to get there and... Your friend might be long gone. Wait. Where did they take her? Did I see anything? Uh, you basically were busy in the courts the previous night. You ran off in the rain, um, but uh, you, you, you were you were kind of like not directly watching them at that point. You weren't directly following them at that point because you, you were busy doing something else. Then the word came through and then you ran afterwards. You kind of followed their tracks, but by the time you got there... Um, the pair were already being carried. Like you arrived a good like half hour late to the party, as it yeah. were. By which time these two were already being carried off by far too many people for you uh-huh. to get involved. But with. I did. I see the other one leave. Like, did I see any of that, or have I just said something that is completely out of my knowledge? Uh, so, uh, sorry, I'm just uh, confused. Uh, you, you did. I see Celestia being taken away. Is the point? Uh. You have put two and two together. Okay. You, you, she's somewhere else. I've yeah, noticed that. You, 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 you work that out. Like you can, t- you can tell that she's not being the fact that she's not being captured by the others. Yeah. And you've and you noticed the uh, cart tracks leading away. So you like you you can you were able to look at the scene, see where see where Celestia was dragged, realize there was no, see where there was a parked car a uh, cart uh, and horse tracks leaving at speed, and went, yeah. Yeah, I can see what happened here. 
I don't know, there was a cart. Before we were taken down, did we get enough uh, of a, a look at who attacked us to know that it was Drow? Uh, yes. You, right. you, you, in the blurry vision, you saw, like, you weren't able to pick out every figure, but you, you saw the one who, uh, who got to the ground and stood in front of Celeste. Okay, two subsequent questions. Um, yeah. One, uh, could I cast primeval awareness from a rooftop? Yes. You're right. kind of touching the ground through a structure, so it's fine. I will do that then. But before I do that, I, so. I, I say, <clears throat> I'm sorry. Do you know where the nearest entrance to the Underdark is? Honestly, do I? Like, I really, Roll really don't know. a history check. Oh, hun, probably not. This is not a good first character roll, guys. Oh, oh no. Um, okay, it's no, it's no Celestia opening a door. Oh. Um, so, history, history, that is A10. <laughs> uh, you do not. All right. Don't make a habit of going down there on vacation, if you know what I'm saying. Not quite. All right, and Corzin is going to grit his teeth. He's going to put a hand to um, the presumably roof yeah. tiles yeah. Um, and cast primeval awareness. Okay, so you're not by the coast, so you're searching in a, 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 mile. a mile around you. <laughs> Pulsing outwards. The brimstone width of infernal. No roaring sense of the sea. Anything else? Going through this in my head. Yes. The uh, faint, otherworldly sense of fame. But right. you've, you've felt both of those here before. What are they? What are they? So, so pissed off about fame. Yeah. Right. Uh, Don't you two have a treaty to deliver? He's got a copy. Yeah. Yeah, Savat oh. has the, uh, the treaty. You have one copy, which is still in your bag as well. All right, yes. But are you both okay? Are you injured? I've been better, okay. but I've been better, you, you look down. Right. Yeah, your your injuries have been roughly dressed. Right. I mean, you look like shit, but you're upright. It's yeah, a shoddy job, okay. but it'll do for now. No, we yes. have to find our friend. So options. Right. Not within a mile. We know that. Right. Yes. Um, we go look at the tracks. We follow that, or we go back to Savat and find out where the nearest entrance to the Underdark is and head there. That's got to be where they're going. It's surely. I can't imagine where else they go. Yeah. I'm assuming you're going to need help. Oh, yeah. You have less magic without your friend. And... If you're willing to help us, then we, we're, um, we you... could use all the help we could get. You're good people. I have a vested interest in helping good people. Can you send... Okay, hang on, I can't remember if I prepared that today. But um, let me Out of character, let me have a look. I can, yes. Who do you need sending to? I don't know. Just good to know. Scry? I know how. I don't have a kit. Um, I could borrow one from the university. That might be useful, but um, time's of the essence here. If we can... I mean, darling, I don't want to burst your bubble, but um, it's been eight hours. All right. We can take the time to get a scrying kit if that's something that we need. All right. It's going to be might useful. Help. Yeah. So we need to know where an entrance to the Underdark is. All right, can you uh, send to um, the uh, the Sending Mage in 
the, the courts of justice and ask them uh, to get us the information of where the nearest entrance to the Underdark is from Alessant. Or maybe the university's better. We just go there and ask. We go um, there, we get a scrying kit. We get a fucking map. We right. need to warn Savant. Does Savant know what's yeah. going on? Does anyone know? Who sent you here? I'm on an army commission. I That's noticed. really, really worrying, but I'm so stressed I'm not going to question it. Good. Lovely. Right. First things first, then. Let's get off this roof. Yeah, the army's not following you, for the record. I'm, I'm sort of a free agent. That's nice. A contractor? You could say that. Can you fly? No. Ugh. Well, I can do lots of other things. I'll get all big for your boots. <laughs> can we not right now? <laughs> With your fancy magic. Well, we're just looking for the best way off this roof. I can make us fall really slowly. Can you make us invisible? How we, oh, I don't know how this spell works. It's right, I'll turn that off you. I have so greater invisibility, got, uh, somebody help me. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I, I should have left greater a... is just yourself. Okay, I think it is at the as well. base level. Maybe yes. Yeah, I, I don't know. If no, you are another creature. You're right. It is someone else, but you can't do it at high level, or greater. Mm-hmm. Oh, cannot. No. Cool. Maybe. There's going to be a lot, listeners. There's going to be a lot of me looking at the player's handbook because wizards yep. have a lot of spells. No, you can cast the spell using a spell at third level or higher. You can target one additional creature. Uh, that's spell, not greater. Level. That's normal. It's greater invisibility. Ah. Like greater's of fourth level spells. Are oh, base. so you don't have second level invisibility. Yeah. No, um, no, I don't just have invisibility. I can make myself invisible really well. I can cast spells on everything. Uh, I'm going to all do that. Speak for yourself. What is, what is your problem right now? I'm, I'm here offering a, you help. I'm sorry, it's a really bad day. A little politeness, if you please. Have you seen my monkey? Where we left him back at the... Yes, I, I left you all alone, tied up in a wine cellar to go and look for your monkey. I just wanted to know he was still back there. Don't imagine he's gone anywhere. Where is a fucking monkey? He has a knife. It's about this point that down <laughs> below you see a... Uh, you see from the end of the street approaches a group of about a dozen members of the Alessant Militia heading oh, towards the dear. pub. I think that might be our cue to leave. Mm-hmm. Right, um... Okay, I guess we're flying and we're going to have to be subtle. Can you be stealthy? Yes. I hid on a roof for eight hours. Wow. Really boring. Yeah, sounds it. Um, I guess we're flying. We haven't got any other option, have right. we? Right, let's do it. I will grab them both and cast fly at fifth level. Because let's burn through all of my powerful spells. Five minutes after waking up. Oksana, you get the... Ooh, it's been... It's been some time since you've had someone do this to you. Ooh, that feels weird. Sorry. That's good. Right, let's keep low and take the long way around if we have to, but let's not be seen. Right, okay. Yes. Stealthy flying, then. Okay, stealth checks from each of you, and what is your what is your attempted destination? Uh, university, I think. University, yeah. okay. Yeah. You're going to... Uh, all right, you're going to go... Oh, that's really good. It's 21 for me. Stealth. Uh, 19. But disadvantage to see me. 25. Oh, Fit. look at you all rolling. 5, 19, <laughs> 21. Okay, and disadvantage to see you, so... But yeah, basically... Uh, you take off flying low to uh, low over the rooftops, uh, but 
you fly fast uh, when you're flying like this, and it's still... And let's see... I'm just thinking about how much time it takes you to get places. So I said before that was about five minutes, so five, ten. Okay. Uh, you can't get all the way to the university within ten minutes, but you are able to get... Uh, almost as far as that warehouse you once uh, went uh, you once snuck up underneath okay. uh, so you're able uh, so, so as the uh, as the spell is running out you're able to touch down in an alleyway and quickly walk the rest of the of the way okay um, I suppose you've got any diamonds on you I have so many diamonds I'm so rich that's why I'm doing this shit fine <laughs> Yeah. Um, so the uh, I don't like her. I can hear you. I know. <laughs> you make your way quickly the rest of the way to the university. Probably about fifty, a little over fifteen minutes in total have passed since you left the roof. Uh, and you head out. I'm going to say you head. Uh, where do you want to head to in the university? Actually, the scrying a divination department, probably. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. You head towards mm. Professor Arte's office, uh, and he is in. Uh, you mentioned <laughs> yes. Uh, you get there in time for uh, 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 just as he is actually preparing to leave his office. Uh, the uh, curly blonde bearded uh, halfling uh, step uh, is just stepping out. Ah, <laughs> oh. bloody hell! Where, where did the pair of you go? Hello. Oh, um, hello. Haven't seen you in a while. Takes a moment to. I served under Captain. you, Captain. <laughs> What's your? Oh. What are you these days? Come on, Don. <laughs> That's a silly Congratulations! Uh, well, commandant, all of them. What do I call you these days? Have you gone up Condom. in the world too? Uh, professor. Not condiment, commandant. Condiment. <laughs> professor, retired. That's just How's see. it treating you? That's well, not too bad, but uh, no, wait, where's, um, where's Celestia? We don't know. Drow took her. Yeah. Um, do you know where the, uh, where's the, where's the nearest entrance to the underdog is? That must be where they're taking her. Um... I can check a map. Give me a moment. Um, and then we need to, uh, to try and scry on her. Um, I was wondering if I could prevail upon you for a spare scrying kit. I have a note from a mutual friend. And a diamond! He sort of frowns around. <laughs> I, I, mean, I get can... a note out. It's Folded. sealed. Yeah, kind of yeah. cracks it. Where's an eyebrow? Close it, pass it back Thank to you. you. Fine. Um, I, uh, I have a travel... I still have my old travel one from the day... Would an extended borrow be okay? Under the circumstances, he glances between uh, to the pair of them. Fine. I wouldn't ask if it wasn't of that. No, that's most fine. Um, Bring it back if I can. He gestures to uh, to a cabinet uh, and pu- uh, pulls a key out of his pocket, passes it to you. Should be third drawer down. Uh, let Thank me try and get. I go and scrolls it down. Yeah, yeah, you open up yeah. <laughs> and you pull out. Was essentially. Um, it basically, it's like a, a briefcase with a strap. Uh, mm. You click it open, and there is a complex metallic array inside. Mm-hmm. I'm then going to take five minutes to change my fifth level spell over to scrying. Yeah, sort of <laughs> sit down. That's what I, um, basically, you see her, she, um, the rods that are up the arm yeah. and on the shoulder, a few of them get very precisely swapped around, oh, basically, between each other, like so that they're in a certain order... 
the, the look of somebody who really knows what they're doing yeah. and has done this many times, basically. So yeah, I take five minutes to prepare a different fifth level. Spell While that's so. happening... Do you have a diamond? Uh, let's roll a luck check. Is a spell focus. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't have a diamond on me. Did uh, You could probably get one from uh, Self Street. Money. Oh yeah, also we were kidnapped and robbed by the militia, so that's probably relevant and we should tell someone. Right. Shit. Uh, okay, Does Savant how... know about this? Not yet, no. He ought to. When are you supposed to be presenting the treaty? Uh, basically today? in an hour. Oh. I'm heading over that. to that. Let uh, me get you the information you need. Um, um, no, let Savant deal with that. I can't present a treaty. No, but I mean, we should tell him. Yes, yeah. we, he needs to know at least. We we'll find out what we can there. do here, and well, then he can't either. And okay, look. First of all, takes out a checkbook, <laughs> writes you a uh, small check for uh, to, to the note of a hundred uh, gold pieces, and thrusts it at you, Scam. Thank you. Just buy a diamond. I don't care. Owe me it back. I, I will. Um, um, we'll go there now. Um, right. Um, can uh, you send? Map. <laughs> Your scrolls out the map. Oh, you can do it quick. Yeah. Okay. I have a question yes. um, for this character. How much do I know about what has happened to Zabat? I was assuming I'd heard about the treaty. You have... Uh, but... you are, Yeah, you basically got the... You, you have the guards' gossip from the previous night. So you know... Uh, like you, uh, and you've spoken to the guards who are uh, who are now guarding so that you know that he has been uh, he's undergone some sort of operation. You know he can't talk, and you know mm-hmm. that he was under guard all night last night. Am I right in thinking the president can't speak? Yeah. Not for about another twelve hours safely. What is the plan here? Then there's a treaty to be presented. I can't. Souls do- fucked. <sighs> yes. Pretty Maybe much. we can delay it for We've a while. We've got to stall, uh, stall for time. There's no other way. Right, or, so... Or could we present it? How long is it going to take? Uh, probably we, an hour to, uh, an hour or so. They'll want to discuss it and... These uh, things and are not quick. They'll be arguing. They will be arguing, but... Maybe they can delay it until tomorrow. The president has no vocal cords. If they can, like this, this has got to be to extenuating circumstances, surely. Where's the nearest entrance? Fine. Uh, so from uh, yeah, so uh, there are two entrances that I know about. So we're here in Alison. He looks yeah. at the map, points to it with a pointer, uh, pencil. Uh, right. So uh, there is one, I believe, near Sonic Zuberi, and there is one near Orismont, both in the north, near the Sun's Crest Mountains. As um, ever, stairways, maps are on the social meds and yes. in the episode description on the website. Yeah. Uh, those are the official entrances. Uh, Orismont, I believe, go opens up to the uh, one of the uh, to, towards the mountain homes, uh, so the dwarf kingdoms. Uh, that will take that one leads to, I believe, it's Aestfell is the nearest dwarf city to there. Uh, the one near Saint-Exubéry, I believe, will lead into the uh, Aridnean Empire. Uh, they're both idea. extensively guarded. Ah, he racks his brains. There might be, uh, you know, if maybe there are other ways in that aren't the official ones, but I'm not the sort of person who'd know that. All right. How far away are those places with magic horses? With magic horses, um, there's, uh, there's ones with the carriage takes and the a little thing. Ca- uh, eight caliper. Hours. Uh, How far? Can... More than eight hours. 
so, uh, looking at... Looks at his map. We okay. need to know how important time is right now. Sontic Zubri from here, if you're going by... Uh, if you're going by horse, uh, 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 so if you're going by the lockstep enchantment with the uh, with the carriage, you get there in a little over two days. Uh, it's two hundred. It's about measures and calories. About two hundred twenty-four miles uh, along the roads. Right. If you wanted to get to Orismont, that's measures with some calipers, three hundred and twelve miles. It'd be a three-day journey via uh, if you're doing it by that. How long by? Wait. Does the city have any air forces? Uh, they do, but they are presently deployed to the north. Damn it! Uh, Everything is deployed to the north. Can we catch the, if we? I mean, a majority of the air force is currently down in Vendion. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, but right. So if we were to go with the fastest we could go, yeah. could we gain on them? Potentially. You do realize you're going to get yourselves killed, right? The underdog is notoriously hard to get into. I don't know if either of you. We're going to try and head them off them before first. they get there. At our fastest we could go, could we gain on them? It's potential. They're a convoy. They'd have to move slower than we would on... Oh, no, they're a single carriage. Do we, did we recognise the cart? Uh, was it the one we saw that we... You haven't seen the carriage. We didn't see it at all. You didn't see the carriage when because you, you got knocked down. But, did I see the carriage? Uh, but, you were, but you noticed that a carriage was dragged away... And you would have been able to tell from your experience that it was a lockstep enchantment that was used for the horses because the steps were too... Uh, yeah. No, they had lockstep horses. Okay. They're gonna like struggle. the one we saw on the way into us. Yeah. Do you think it's the same one? It could be. It looked pretty fancy. It was coming from the, the right place. All right. If so... it was her brother, he would have been coming from the same direction as us pretty much. At that point. That, that makes sense. All right. So. Did we scry on that one? We tried you to. We did try to get away. Okay. Yeah. So we can't scry on her. If it is the same one, we can't scry on her. Rich people would prove a carriage. All of it? The driver? I mean, you know from Could experience. Could I scry on the outside? So normal scrying is a person or a location. Mm-hmm. Um, you also know, uh, so I don't know if you have the Sanctum spell yourself, uh, but you know mm-hmm. you know of its military use. You know that it, uh, if it's not been permanently cast, which takes a year to embed it in, you can still cast it once a day and it lasts for 24 hours. Okay. And you can embed it into a carriage, for instance. Yeah. It right. needs to be embedded into a location. That location can be a movable vehicle, which is why you can, uh, which is why commonly first-rate ships yeah. are sanctioned. And that would include the driver's seat. Which would include the driver's so seat. So it's not because it would be like the yeah. carriage. They can basically so... extend it outwards a certain moment number of feet so they it says they usually have like a little bubble around it are we sure the carriage is proofed we're not but it would make sense they were fancy people I, i'd proof the carriage the la- if it's the same one we saw which is a moderately safe bet yeah it's it's it, it's protected is there did you see the horses you saw the horse, uh, the horse footprints. By the by, the time you arrived, the carriage had gone. Ah. But you can tell that they look to be like you can tell from the from from, from the horseshoes and so on. They look like pretty standard carriage horses. Yeah, and but I could tell that they were lockstep. You yes, said. you can tell they're lockstep because they're because even. The, they're perfectly yeah. even. I didn't see them, but the tracks they were 
Creepy right. even. So lockstep so horses. So what, what's the maximum speed of that? Help. Uh, which it says <clears throat> the maximum speed of uh, a horse. So uh, uh, at this point, um, sorry, that's the wrong character. That's that. <laughs> uh, so uh, from memory, because of uh, my days when I was a commandant, yeah. uh, a lockstep horse, uh, a lockstep horse team can travel about a hundred and four miles in a day because. You can't keep the lockstep enchantment up uh, on the same set of horses for more than eight hours in a day without killing the horse. Yeah, the horse just sort of runs out. What's the fastest we can do? I'm not good at remembering numbers. I can do you, lockstep if you're on a doing, horse if you get me some horses. We need to be faster. Fast at the same speed is not good enough. Uh, you you do... I have a question. Yes. Have I seen that they have weird horses? Uh, I think that is information which would be known to you because of the people who have observed and cast them. Oh, you can do the weird shit. With the the colourful beast shit. Yes. I got it out of a book. It's not that weird. Commandant. 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 So, you have access. So, you know the uh, Phantom Steed uh, ritual. Fine. Uh, those that that's faster? quicker, isn't it? It's the same rate, but you don't need a horse already. Uh, but well, we've got to dep- stop and can we cast? That's the that's the advantage of doing it in with a carriage. If you're in a carriage, you can cast it while you're. If you've got a stable carriage, one person on the in, a mage on the inside can recast it during the last ten minutes of an hour. And so if you have a reset. relay of horses set up. Which I wouldn't put past these people, considering they're pretty fancy. Yeah. They could travel all night. But if you're having to stop and redo it... We're not going to gain. No. But we're not going to gain with your lock-steppy thing either. No. I mean, if you have a carriage, if you've got a carriage and horses, you could keep pace at least, because you'd be able to do the same thing. Not if they're doing a team at every stop. Well, they swap horses unless we can do that. Even then, hmm. well, the mage themselves will need to be awake for that. For that, so it depends how long they can stay up for. But you're right; there are dangers there. What I'm thinking is, I hate, I hate this. This is the worst. An hour's not going to make a difference. Honestly, being less tied to the situation than you both. An hour is not going to make a difference. They're long gone. Um, but, but an hour isn't going to make a dis- difference. I, it's just true. I know, but it's not your friend. Notice I'm helping you? I know, but... I think it's a stupid idea. I think you both might get yourselves killed, but... I want to help. If there's a way we can... delay them somehow... How... Who do we know anywhere in that? <laughs> oh, that's a place. Um. <laughs> uh, there's a slightly different road to get to uh, to, to that particular musical town. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's super further, close, guys, it's, without it's, a map. Yeah, it's, it's really yeah, close. It's further off in the mountains. If you don't have a token, you ain't getting in. Yeah. No. Unless you go through a portal. Yeah. Yeah. They'll, they'll just miss it. Yeah. I was thinking of people who maybe owe us a favour. Alright. I mean, I can send, but we don't even know the route they're taking. We don't know which one they're going to. We can no. guess, but we... And we Do you know where know. she's from? Utu. Okay, I mean, who's who's kidnapped her? Is she going back there? Is she going somewhere else? What's the Our situation? Her family. 
back to Utu then, okay? Do you have a map of the Underdark? No, no, uh, that's, no, it's fine. Uh, I don't think any, uh, uh, generally, unless you're in the under, I think maybe the Underdark people might have some uh, maps, but uh, that's the sort of information that would be fairly classified. Uh, maybe we could the, pick one up anywhere on a black market? It's possible. Some of the dwarf traders might know. I mean, look, that's the... Possibly. That's not, again, not the circles I move in, so I couldn't mm. tell you. But you could try. You could certainly try. Map might be helpful. Worse it. But where I've f- never been. Where from? We're not particularly well connected in the underground world. I don't know. I'm prepare some disguise spells for you. I look yeah. over at mm. And you. And me. you come with. Okay. Ooh. Might Justice or someone from the Gramani family know? Maybe. I mean... Who are the Gramanis? Are they friends here? They're friends of ours. They probably... I mean, there's people in Horn Alley who might know. Horn Alley's a good bet. It's a start, at least. Right. Um. They have criminal connections. But we need to do this treaty. I hate this. This is the worst, but... This cool. hour is important for the whole country. Yeah. It's not going to make much difference to us. Causing pacing around and sort of um, clenching and unclenching his Isn't... fists. I don't want to be rude, but didn't you just lose your talker? That's half the problem right there. But... um. If we can try and uh, delay this uh, this discussion of the, uh, the treaty, that will buy us some time. If you can just put it forward 24 hours, the country's fucked it, anyway. 24 hours isn't going to make a difference. That will be something, at least. Right. Then we can try and find a... So that's not safe right now. No. If they keep him in the courts under guard? His enemy's in the courts. Speaking Who's of that, which... Who's that? Are we talking about... The risk is that... Um... Because it's been put forward onto the agenda, it might be that Jacqueline will try to push for it to get discussed today, knowing that he's been disabled, if it's in her interest to try and shoot it down. And I'm pretty sure she thinks we're disabled. What if there was some kind of proof that she intervened? What if we could find something? Hey, Would that change things? If you could get an ironclad reason to throw her in shackles, I know that's, uh, that's about militia, to be very happy. Her militia kidnapped us. Yeah. Yeah. Did she give the order? That's the thing. No idea. I mean, an assassination and a kidnapping in like the same few hours is pretty incriminating. Yeah. Not necessarily. It could There's be one of to her. to her. Uh, it's, a, it's a terrible, terrible person, thought. Um... The Cosette, has she been tried yet? No, uh, it's, it's, it's happening her... uh, pretty much the f- first order of... Bi- it's actually should be happening about now. It'll she... finish just before the assembly meets. Can we meets. have her pardoned for no obvious reason and held him as a prisoner? It'll look like she gave information. Mm-hmm. You're what a you clever thinking? little one. No, I'm a terrible person. We can try it. We can try. Oh, holding. I like it. This could work. No, we could try holding, uh, so giving her a stay of execution. Uh, can you send to someone and ask for that now? If it's happening yes, now, yes. Give me a moment. He reaches into his de- desk, produces a series of small metal uh, objects, and sort of adjusts them around in the table in front of him. It'll stop her becoming a martyr. 
see a much yeah. make her look like a traitor. That's mm, I make my Jacqueline worried at least. We can do that thing in that play I saw one time where you make someone really anxious by making a play and then you wait for them to confess and then you have a long monologue about stabbing them and then you don't. When did you see what that? What was this play? I don't know, I wasn't watching properly. I think there was a ghost. Then what? some woman drowned. I don't know. <laughs> okay, the message has been passed on to Savat and he'll give the order, or write the order. Good. Uh, that's something. It might freak out Jacqueline enough that she. I think she's going to push for it in the court. I think she's going to push for it today, but it might draw her out somewhat. We need to but get there depends. and find out what's happening. It depends on the decision of the assembly. Surely, if the prime minister's vocal cords are broken, it's. I think we go to court. We push for it, but if it happens, we stay and we we do it. Regent. Damn it, but you're I don't right. know a lot about this treaty. I don't know how much I can help you out with that one. Um, unless you've got any way of making us more persuasive. Um, I don't know what the wizard spell list looks like. Enhance ability. Yeah, that's the one I'm hinting at, but I don't know if it's a wizard spell. Let me have a little look if it is. Oh, There's going to be a sure. lot of me looking at the player's handbook. Again, listeners, just mm. bear with me, my darlings. Uh, I don't think it is, you know. I can't see it anywhere. I think, what, what level spell is it? Uh, I can picture where it is level... on a sheet, but I don't know I what level, level it is. Two. It's level two or three. Yeah. I can't see it on level two. I don't think it's a wizard spell because cool. I don't think it's above level three. No, no, I don't think so. Mm. No, I don't have it. Afraid not. Okay. Yeah, that's a Sorry, not uh, not your girl on that one. Okay. I can make you invisible. Not particularly helpful at this juncture. <laughs> or you know, juncture. throw fire at people and. I can be persuasive sometimes. Yeah? Not enormously persuasive, but if you help, maybe. I'll do everything I can, you know that. I don't think Savat would trust me. I wasn't there, I wasn't the agent doing this. No, but the fact that the one person who could um, uh, sway this has been uh, taken in the last uh, 24 hours does seem to me like, well, could we not spin that like it's... Could we make out she did it? It, it's the possible. Well, we don't. We can say that we don't know what who was involved. Surely the head treaty negotiator being kidnapped. That's something. That might. I mean, head treaty negotiator kidnapped, president nearly assassinated and can't speak. Pretty big reasons not to do it today. If we do this, this is looking I'd pretty say, damning. But if it was me, I'd say get it through fast, quickly as possible before more people die. But. People we die need all to the get time. Them. But not the it would stop the assassinations to some degree. We need to get to there and see what's going on. We don't we this is all speculation. Yes, we've got to talk to them. Right. Let's what get about, to the uh, court. I'm coming going to anyway, so come along. Okay. Right. Okay. Rush, 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 rush. I'm stopping to buy a diamond very quickly, please. Yes, you stop <laughs> off uh, at a oh, jewelry shop just important. outside Gunter's. It's so somewhere. Sad. Yeah. It is somewhere. Um, Did I make a mental note object? of where the uh, the building <laughs> well, we were kept? Was. Yeah, it was a pub we knew. So. Was, oh yes, yeah, yeah the, you know, uh, you know which pub it was. I don't have the K object, but I can. Yeah. <laughs> Causing yeah. does. Causing does. It's not the time. Yeah. yeah, but just a thing so that you're aware. Okay, so uh, you head back to. Uh, 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 I want to so, move some sport, sorcery point spells. Yeah, you stop off on Silk Street uh, and quickly purchase a. 
uh, a small uh, diamond. Uh, I mean, your ring or a brooch or something. Diamond. Yeah, just a little, uh, a little cut diamond. Uh, just fifty gold worth is all okay. I need. Uh, hey. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, he ta- happily takes the check and uh, provides you with a di- uh, with a. Pair of fifty gold piece diamonds. Picture his trip to Gunter's in the middle of this. Yeah. Oh no! He'll be really non-urgent about it as well. Yeah. God, it must be really terrible. <laughs> yeah, you stop in this this dwarf, and there's the, and it's like, oh right, well, I suppose it. No, no. Come on, hurry up! Yeah. It's like a bit oh, of love oh, actually. Right, okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> tries to tries to gift wrap it for you, and you just no. take the damn thing and, run, and, and leave. No. Um, <laughs> So you hurry down towards the assembly itself. The you come forward to. You can see that there is actually a crowd outside the assembly, the courts of justice, because on the paved square there is a stand which has been set up with uh, a curious device. A long, a sort of tall uh, wooden frame uh, with what looks like a set of stocks below it and a sharpened weighted axe blade. And just as you turn the corner, (laughs) the crowd cheers um, and you watch as someone reaches down and holds up the head of a green-skinned kobold. Oh. (laughs) Zingus might have been his name. I can't remember. Oh, someone you know? He was a bad person. That was the. Uh, That's probably the why he got beheaded. I liked him anyway. As you okay. Call uh, uh, as this uh, as this comes down, uh, you you kind of start pushing your way through the crowd, and you overhear people. Is Cosette anywhere around there? Uh, looking around, give me a uh, yeah. Actually, no, you're doing a perception check. Looking around, you do not see any sign of her. But, uh, but give me a perception check anyway. Okay. Uh, that is a twelve. Okay, you do overhear a couple of people muttering. They thought they were sort of going to be two executions today. Apparently, the other one is at the stay of execution for some reason. Can I use minor illusion to spread some rumours as we walk? You can do it, yeah. Just, Just whispers out of about nowhere. Voices whispering about um, hearing that she turned it in evidence. Sure, give me a deception check. Nice. Okay. Um, deception 21. Okay. Oh. The rumour spreading. As you leave, you hear a couple of people. Did you hear that? They're saying the other one turned the king's evidence. What? <laughs> and it carries on. Okay. We'll see what happens there. Lay some seeds. Uh, you <laughs> didn't roll a one and start a new revolution, so I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> Counter revolution. <laughs> um, yeah. So you you head up into the courts of justice, where the group uh, where you can uh, and you and you move quickly to the uh, to the assembly chambers. Most of the representatives are currently sat. You can see that the assembly is laid out with a sort of U-shaped series of seats around a sort of central speaker's podium. Uh, The seats on the far right of the chamber are notably bare. Okay. uh, uh, Many are crowded towards the left and centre. And you can see that, that, that you kind of... 
almost see, based on who's talking to who, that there are four distinct groups. Towards the center, you can see uh, around, gathered around, uh, uh, around Savat, in fact, there are a number of individuals, who, uh, there, there are a large number of uh, representatives who seem nervous but relieved to see uh, uh, to, uh, to see Arte arrive with a couple of figures in tow, uh, three figures in tow. Um, on the uh, near them, you can see there are a number of figures gathered around. Uh, there's a smaller group uh, who are chattering amongst themselves. Uh, you do not actually recognize uh, any of the people in this, but they are all quite well dressed compared to the others. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily in an aristocratic sense. But maybe nobility of some description? They look like they have money, but maybe not weren't born into it. Ah, is your right. gut there uh, saying that. To, oh, so maybe the bourgeoisie. Yeah, capitalists. Um, yeah. yeah, capitalists. Yeah. Uh, you can see there are a, a small. A Thin group of uh, uh, of people who are actually there in military dress uh, for their representative seats. Do I know any of them? Uh, there are a couple of people you recognise uh, mm -hmm. as high-ranking officers. Not like personally, no, no but recognise. But, but people you've seen before, yeah, people who are basically uh, nominated to stat uh, to be voted in uh, for the uh, 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 to the assembly. And on the far left, the largest group, though not outweighing the rest of the groups put together, uh, are kind of looking middle or lower middle class uh, individuals, and they are gathered around uh, one particularly intense human woman uh, with a small scar on her lip and uh, long trousers and a waistcoat who you recognise as Jacqueline Dumois. She... Note seem uh, her eyes follow the four of you entering, uh, but she then turns and uh, chats quietly. How did she react? Yeah, how did she react? She, yeah, does she seem nervous? See Roll an insight. Oh check. my god, I have an insight skill, guys. Oh. Natural 20, which oh. means 28. Oh, 40. Hell. Um, not as high as either of those. Okay, uh, 10. The pair of you don't. She seems to cover it well, but uh, Oksana, you notice, uh, you see a brief look of both alarm and mild. Uh, yeah, actually, no, it wouldn't be confusion. Just, just alarm upon seeing the two of them enter. She doesn't seem to notice you. I just whisper to the pair of you. You've got her worried. She didn't expect us. No. Right. That's pretty scary. Mm -hmm. So. As you uh, the assembly finishes gathering, and Savat, who you notice has a uh, silk, uh, has a cotton scarf around his throat today, mm. <laughs> uh, steps forward and he jots into a notepad. Celestia, she's been taken, kidnapped, grinds uh, his teeth from um, The militia kidnapped us. Yeah, we were taken separately. By, yeah, had them for about eight hours. Hello, by the way. Sort of doesn't seem to recognise you, but nods. This is the condiment. Um, Oksan, uh, Oksana. Indicates his head. Nod. She's been she she yes. yes she's been helpful. 
Okay, I didn't nods. ask, sorry. He nods. It's okay, and you had a lot on your plate. Makes a quick note. Uh, and then it scrolls down. Can uh, And holds it up to the pair of you. Mm-hmm. Can you be my voices? Can you delay? Is it possible? Will it be a problem? He scribbles up. I can try. Try. Which is better? Honestly, your opinion. Scribbles down. I'll try. If it fails, I think I... And unless you can some... Unless you think you can get Celestia back in a... In a before uh, before tomorrow, it's rapidly scribbling. Do I see this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's long gone. Eight hours Stops. gone. Eight hour lead. Shakes his head, crosses it through, then uh, and writes down. Uh, and they say, which crosses out the bit after I'll try and puts, and instead writes, I need your voices. It has to be today. He shrugs, but nods, meaning, looks meaningfully over to... Um, Not a good enough reason that you can't speak? Writes down a note, a note scripts of piece of paper, writes down a different note, passes it to uh, uh, to Arte, and then writes another note. Also, your passes. primary treaty negotiator has been kidnapped on the same night that you you had an assassination attempt. Does that not strike you as a I'm reasonable reason to, to delay? Kidnapped. I mean, coincidence only stretches so far. I mean, it's clearly not coincidence, but it doesn't mean that they'll change anything for it. He nods it, it notably. But uh, the uh, he handed it to a soldier who appears to be the palace bailiff. Uh, sorry, the court bailiff. Um, court stresses, not palace. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ste- who steps up to the speaker's uh, podium and says, <clears throat> Due to a uh, injury, uh, President Savat has nominated one uh, uh, Professor Arte to speak on his behalf for the initial address. Arte steps up. <clears throat> I would like to call to hand just in case. Uh, sorry, wrong person. I would like to, uh, I'd like to call to hand, just in case, uh, two expert witnesses, Grosan uh, Horses and uh, Scamp, friend, friend. Uh, to, uh, to provide additional support if required. In the meantime, for the first motion, however, it relates to a peace treaty and treaty of unification to bring the two sides of Seoul together, bearing in mind the threat to the north. Given the injuries that President Savata suffered uh, as a result of the failed assassination attempt against him, he looks meaningfully around the room, lingering for a moment. Any uh, reaction? Yeah. On, uh, yeah, can I insert I'm going to be looking Do an insight check. Yeah, I'm watching for it. One. Fifteen. Natural one, but lucky. Okay. Let's see. Sorry. Nineteen. Nineteen. You see... You see, um... <laughs> you see Jacqueline raise an eyebrow. Um, she doesn't say anything, but causing you notice... Uh, she puts her hands behind her back and you can see that sort of tension in the wrist that indicates a closed fist. Okay. Um, she, uh, I whisper to the, uh, the two of you then, she's definitely worried. This has got her tense. 
However, given that, uh, that this is the case, uh, I, uh, on behalf of uh, President Savant, he's asked for a stay of this motion for 24 hours uh, in order to assist his recovery. Uh, I'd like to see a show, I'd like to see a uh, show of hands for a vote, at which point uh, the uh, Jacqueline raises a hand. He glances over to the bailiff who nods and says, "The speaker, uh, the speaker of the house recognizes uh, Jacqueline Dumas." Jacqueline nods. Thank you. This is a vitally important treaty. We must have peace in Seoul, provided it is on, uh, on sane and reasonable terms that does, does not betray the very principles we have worked for. If this is such a treaty, it cannot be delayed. We must have peace as soon as we can, so long as it is a good peace. I move that this be treaty be discussed immediately. All in favour, raise your hands. As the bourgeoisie block all immediately raise their hands, she glances over. The capitalists, uh, the more capitalist block in the academics, fold their arms, but the military seem to haver on the fence for a moment before raising theirs. Motion passes. We'll discuss the t we must discuss the terms of the treaty. Okay. <sighs> We're doing this. Very well then. Good the luck. treaty is as follows. Uh, so during this point, uh, so he reads out the form, uh, Arte reads out the various uh, terms of the treaty, which takes about 10 mm -hmm. uh, Do you guys oh! solidly. Out of character question. Do you guys need my notes on this treaty? Oh, oh I'm going to raise okay. up each point that they argue bit cool. by bit. Which I just be good wanted then. to check yeah. in, because yeah. yeah. I obviously still That's have fair. my notes, so yeah. In character, I've forgotten about Leah. <laughs> no, I, I haven't just forgotten remembered. about Leah, but <laughs> no, there's... No, no, out and in character, I've forgotten about Leah, but yeah. like... There is a moment where, where you see a scam's eye, in the middle of this scam's eyes just widen slightly. Oh, shit. There's a, a thing I was going to mention to you about that, but... Yeah. Oh, no, you can, you can murmur if you want while he's reading out the treaty. Right, things. okay. Is there anything left of Leah's in the place we were staying last night? We could use Probably. it to try and scry. Well, Find out at least where she is. You what know what she looked lady? Like. Is you... she important? She's missing. Yes, Maybe. she was used as bait. Oh, right. You know what she looks like? Um, you, you do know idea. what she looks like. So you could send her. Yes. I could send her. Not right now in here, but I. I'm sorry. Mm. Out of character, I don't fucking know the treaty. Like I don't feel like I can help here. Is yeah. That yeah. Like I. Yeah. I can't help with the treaty. I can pop out the bag. Okay. Um, Sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Just find out where she is. Yeah. yeah. If you can. If you can. Um. Full name. Leah Leaden. Okay. Uh. Yeah. I know her. I'll. I'll try. If she's somewhere approved, I'll try again later. Good. Thank you. Okay. You. Also, Jeffrey. Never mind. I'll do Jeffrey later. <laughs> Jeffrey is not in the National Assembly <laughs> meeting. I was scared to ask, to be honest. I had not forgotten Jeffrey. I was scared of whether Jeffrey <laughs> was going to be here. Nah. Okay. So you leave to go do that. Yeah. Um, uh, I will to me come back in. Like, it is not yeah. urgent. While this is happening, then so the topics are discussed and begin. And so we're gonna. What I'm gonna do is we, they sort of. 
I'm breaking this into three discussions and checks uh, based on the uh, on the broad things in which they discuss. As the treaties read out, many of the you see different responses from the different block voting blocks. Uh, the academics, by and large, are quite yeah, quite, seem quite happy with it. They're not happy that uh, they they, they there's some things that they don't seem terribly happy about, particularly with the uh, way that some of the ministerial seats will be ordered. But they all the loss of taxes that will have to come through. But they seem ha very happy that this will bring peace. You get the feeling, looking up at them, that if Savat hadn't been here today, mm. some of them might not have turned up out of fear. Right, okay. So, Savat being alive has made a very big difference to the voting bloc. Okay. Um, the capitalists are... Oh, dumb question. Yeah? Do I get a vote in this character? No. You are not a representative. You're I not an elected representative. I didn't think so. Yeah. Worth checking. I thought it was worth yeah. asking. Yeah, before no, you yeah. walked out the door. Yeah, yeah before yeah. I'd gone. I mean, I've no, gone, but like, yeah, if um, I got a vote, I would have come back in time to yeah. vote. Yeah. And neither of no. us do because we're I not I didn't really honestly citizens. think so, but I thought it was worth asking. No, it was worth checking. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah. under this system, you would get um, a vote for whoever the, uh, uh, the army minister yeah. would be. Listeners, you are going to notice my poor understanding of army systems and how they work. Um, yes. In this character, there's going to be a lot of these questions. Like, just throwing that out there. Fair. Please carry on. You didn't have a lot of time to prepare them. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, the capitalists seem on the fence. They're happy that, like, you know, they're happy that you didn't reinstitute serfdom, uh, <laughs> and that they uh, and that their franchise hasn't been removed. Uh, but they're not. They're very unhappy about the fact that uh, about the paying uh, restoring lands over time. Uh, the military seem broadly okay. They're not happy. There's a number of grumbles about the commissions, uh, but they're very happy about that seat they're going to be getting. Uh, while the bourgeoisie, the hat seem, yeah, they seem irked, to put it lightly, by the terms they're listed out. So, um, the speaker speaks up. So, we will uh, review these as, uh, according to the nature of them, to begin with, we will look at uh, the tax sta uh, status that will be brought about by the treaty. Jacqueline steps up. So, by and large, there are a number of points, uh, and many of these points seem reasonable, but there are some things that deserve reviewing. I will note that you have uh, that you have accorded the outlying regions a fair amount of self-government. In particular, you have made the point that fifty percent of the tax brought from a region will be accorded directly to that region's local government, which is to say, perhaps into the hands of the dukes or comtesses that may be holding it. Or the governments therein, it will. It is a I would say that this looks like a situation in which those provinces which are rich will not be shouldering the burden needed to uplift those provinces which have uh, suffered more under recent years. As for these, I shall be blunt. Tax holidays 
for the aristocracy and charity uh, and clergy based on charitable works that they get to choose to do this seems to be a little more than a loophole to allow them to pay less than their fair share for things which they will claim they were doing anyhow and lastly there's the biggest point the, the agreement to restore the lands which were taken for, seized from the aristocracy and from the church lands which the, sa uh, the sale of which have been vital to keeping our country from sinking into a black hole of, dep uh, of depression what argument would you make for assigning these points? Okay, well, let's go through those one at a time. Um, I'm sorry, I'm a bit young to be doing this, um, but our negotiator was kidnapped this morning. Um, we were kidnapped this morning by members of the militia. I'm willing to swear that under truth spell, so, you know, little rattled this morning. As am I. <laughs> also... Some members of, quite high up members of the militia were involved in an assassination attempt, which has prevented a more senior member speaking today. Um, we are lucky that one involved was very keen to turn evidence in exchange for the King's pardon. But that will be a matter for later, I'm sure. So forgive me if I'm a little bit rattled. <laughs> um, Although that was a technical truth, I am going to ask you for a deception check. Fine, my deception's better than my persuasion. Um, plus 19. Hmm. I have a very good modifier for deception. <laughs> there is a stony look to uh, Jacqueline. I smile at her. <laughs> Your excuse for your primary negotiator not being here has been accepted please continue your first point please remind me the, you spoke a lot the decision to allow the rich counties to keep uh, well the decision to allow half of a region's tax to stay in the region and therefore not be available to yeah, the a national percentage. government the richer areas will be paying more tax Tax will be based on income. This, uh, there is a, a bit of a murmuring from the uh, crowds. While the bourgeoisie uh, are, see, uh, seem to be holding the line, you do note in the the academics and actually some of the, certainly some of the uh, uh, many members of the military seem to be sort of, yeah, it's actually quite and a reasonable point. the money that stays, yes, the, the people who make the decision will be local, but that decision is going to need to be approved overall. There will be checks that taxes are being spent on things that are important. They're not going to be able to pocket it without... That's tax fraud! That's not a, that's not a legal thing! You have courts for a reason. There are, again, some uh, mutterings about this. Well... <laughs> We shall, we shall look at the, tech, at the court's problems afterwards. Your but second point, please. Zero, uh, so, the tax holidays, fine, you have spoken to them. The most important part, then, would be the restoration of lands. Over a long period. 
let's be frank, the lands taken from the church, if those are not returned, there will be war with the church. Other countries will get involved. You cannot afford a war. You're already fighting a war you cannot afford. And Seoul has to be unified. And if we're talking about building here a country that is built on principles and legality, the lands that were taken from people proved innocent must be returned over time. But those who are not proven innocent, who are guilty, those lands remain with where they are now, with the, with the state. The we can't set a precedent where assets can be seized illegally. No. There must be fair trial. We can't drag people out into the street and execute them and take their things without due process. It's, it's wrong. There are very... There, again, there's a sort of mummering between different people. The academic... A couple of the academics applaud, uh, clap, although they're slightly isolated claps. But you do notice some of the... Some members of the bourgeoisie nod their heads to this. Others narrow their eyes. I would like you... So you've done the, Scamp, you've done the majority of the talking on this point. I'd like you to make a persuasion check, please. I'm trying to work out whether tides is a terrible idea right now. I will. I've not actually expired your previous tides. You can use it, but it will cause tides to activate. No, no, will not. No. Jesus, okay. is it still up? <laughs> no. I realised I forgot to mention that, but no, tides is still up. Okay, then. In Tell that... me if you get a very tense moment where you feel like it might happen there. Okay. <sighs> Straight roll. There's nothing I can do about it. Is a ten. There's nothing more I can do. Okay. There is a. Sort of... The uh, Arte calls out. I'd like to. Un- for, we'll, of course, this is not an acceptance or denial of the treaty, but uh, if I could ask for an indicative vote, please. People, those in favour, people will raise their hands. There are. Many of the bourgeois. A few members of the bourgeoisie do raise their hands, but. Far less of the capitalists than you would like do, and even some member, even some members of the ac- uh, uh, of the academics don't man- uh, don't follow uh, Savat's lead in voting for it. You get about forty percent of uh, uh, who are currently in favour of that clause. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, Arte leans down, and whispers. This is an indicative vote. So I reckon if we can get at least if we can get people on board with at least two out of the three clauses, they'll all okay. they'll vote it will get a will get enough to vote this through. Alright. So this is they're not looking great on tax, but it's the legal section next. Uh-oh. Right. Indeed. Let us discuss the legal changes of this treaty. You have guaranteed that the church will have their own private judge to oversee clerical offences. You have capped the severity of punishment for crimes as uh, severe as grievous bodily harm by fines rather than execution. 
something which will definitely favor those who can afford to pay such fines. And you have additionally, uh, next, you have guaranteed that of those panels for the trials for Aristos, half of the judges will be from aristocratic background or the church judge. And, and let us be blunt, what that seems to look to me is that half of these treacherous nobles will get away with it. And finally, you have agreed to release those aristocrats currently kept in our city's prisons until such time as their trial, instead of keeping them secure where they are safe and unable to cause havoc. I invite you to explain yourself. Let us start with the guaranteed judge for the church. Yes. Uh, can I just clarify something about the character? Yes. Do we have a jury system here? Uh, so yeah, there is a ju- uh, there is an adversarial jury-based system. Right. So yeah. it's the judge just does the sentence. The it's judge... got nothing to do with innocent or guilty. So the judge has sentence... Uh, uh, d- does indeed drive the sentence. Of course, any judge has an influence on a jury. Yeah. yeah. But yes, the judge can choose sentencing rather than... Uh, can determine sentencing. Right. Okay. Previous to this... There had been no ecclesiastical courts. If, as a a matter of good faith, if you'll pardon the term, a a ecclesiastical judge were to be appointed, it would bring the community of all of the citizens of Seoul together in that they are uh, presiding over an internal matter that affects Seoul. The priests are a a highly respected and cornerstone of uh, the community and have been for a long time as the main church, the only officially recognized church. If our ultimate goal here is to unify Seoul, then surely all members of the uh, the people of, well, all citizens of Seoul should be part of the uh, judiciary in some regards. We already have a uh, an adversarial jury system. Yeah, what we're talking about here is, is not the jury, it's the judge. The judge gives the sentence. Whether someone is innocent or guilty will be decided by a jury. Do you not trust your countrymen to vote honestly and fairly? There is a murmuring from the various groups. The jury will be representative of the population. There's nothing about filling it with, stacking it for or against someone. It'll be done fairly. It must be. You feel there's some pull, again, with fringe parts of the bourgeoisie who who quietly nod to themselves. The academics are more solidly nodding. Capitalists don't really seem to have an opinion. Second (laughs) point. Second point. The choice to impose uh, fines, uh, guaranteed fines rather than executions for crimes of the same severity or less than grievous bodily harm, favouring those who can pay such fines. Did you not say before that the country needs funds 
the several members of the of the capitalists look over and nod at no point did we define the level of these fines for a crime that is serious they should be serious potentially also, crippling also some. imprisoning uh, these people will actually cost money whereas finding them will gain money let them do some good Speaking um, of people being in, uh, of getting people out of prisons, let us talk about the decision to release the imprisoned uh, aristocrats uh, until their trials. Currently, they are securely kept in uh, the city's prisons, where they cannot, for instance, be executed without their trial. That was a regrettable incident, and those responsible will be taken into custody in the appropriate time. Of course. Of course. However, the, uh, the, while they are in their prisons, they cannot liaise with the enemy. And if this goes through, who, who is the enemy? We have peace. We have peace here, but of course, to the north... A coalition which we have been so very well alerted of, thanks to the efforts of agents working for our dear President Savant, <laughs> are looking to restore a um, favourable form of government. They are yes. the enemy, and that such very true. people who have already proven themselves traitors might betray again. We said release from prison. They will not be free to leave their homes, their lands, their, the city, if they flee, that will be taken as a sign of guilt. And their assets will be seized forthwith. It is uh, That's in... specifically ratified in the... Well, it is specifically stated in the treaty Did that... you not read it properly? <laughs> I've heard everything that was written out. Well, you weren't listening, clearly. A couple of, uh, a, a couple of laughs come from the uh, capitalist uh, quarter. Those who are released until their trial will not be allowed free reign to uh, depart the, uh, the vicinity they were taken prisoner in. If they flee, their uh, lands and assets are forfeit. That should be a reasonable uh, incentive for anyone who was innocent to stay. In that case, let us talk then about their proposed innocence. You've agreed that half of the judges will be uh, on the trials will come from aristocratic backgrounds, or indeed be the church judge. To me, that seems that uh, you said they, uh, you have made the point. Juries do not make uh, uh, juries are not guaranteed, but judges may pass sentencing. Yes, but judges must also be impartial. A judge with a connection to a defendant cannot stand judge. And what is the connection? All of those who will be standing will be aristocratic. Well, then an aristocratic judge who has a connection to them cannot be the judge. Therefore, it will be one of the non-aristocratic ones who precede those trials. And yet, you have guaranteed that aristocratic judges will be uh, will consist of half of the judges for those Within trials. Within the letter of the law, does the law allow for a biased judge? A judge with personal connection? Does it? 
There's a brief moment of there's actually a lot of people. I would like to step in just once and say we did actually specify that in the treaty that it can't be biased. That was a specific. Yeah, no, you did. I'm not stepping on this much, but I do remember that. Thank you. No, thank you. Specifically, there's a you see some people. It's like could you please check the wedding? I'll say I've actually said that that's not the case. Then this entire clause is nonsense. No, 50% of the, in general, of the available judges will be aristocrats. Whether they are eligible to be called is irrelevant. You see a couple, again, of chuckles from the academic section. As some people seem to seem to spot this. And any uh, one go, ah, very clever. Also remember, very good at wordplay. Also remember that the current situation will not exist forever. In time. Those uh, judges, this situation will pass. Those judges will be uh, free as any other to uh, sit on any trial that they uh, may be called to sit upon. But this is a very specific situation that uh, would require impartial judges. And with with that, um, if I could call for another indicative vote, please. Okay. So, uh... Because of some stellar arguments, uh, can I ask for a persuasion check with advantage, please? It was bloody good, I yes. have to say. <laughs> please. Oh. That's a natural 20. Yes! Oh, so that's 25. <laughs> seeing, the, uh, seeing this... Thank you, Sarah. That was the unicorn dice. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We love you so much. <laughs> uh, this being the case, the academics all vote on, on block. The capitalists all vote on block. The military, uh, about, about about two thirds of the military vote. Two thirds, you know, for their own reasons, resist. But even so, a quarter of the bourgeoisie also raise their hands in support. I want to smile at Jacqueline again. <laughs> so I'm really tense. That maths works out, so it's like way a majority. Yeah, it's yeah. way a majority. Cool. It's I'm so, way sorry, a majority. Sorry, I'm having a hard time over here. <laughs> Do carry on. So it's a solid majority <laughs> support this section. Jacqueline gives you a frosty smile back. Well then, on to the final point. The matter of government. I'm too young to vote. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> she, you can see her... It's awesome. It's so great. She leans down and whispers to someone next to her uh, who nods and there's a, quite a few people who, and the words carry through and you see a couple of people in her block just gently be tapped on the shoulders and get some significant glances while she steps up. So... First of all, is the agreement for the continued monarchy? She says nothing more about that. But there are some stony looks from the bourgeoisie. You have agreed to reinforce the religious authority of the church and the state religion by agreeing that the head of government must be invested with the regent's authority. You have agreed, therefore, by implication, that the regency remains the state religion, and therefore, we will see that uh, 
any the regency has the continues to have the authority as the through the church of the regent to suppress heterodox views as they have done in the past no there has been no extension of the franchise the votes will remain in the hands of those wealthy enough she glances significantly to the capitalists to buy it the clergy have had by and large their oath of loyalty to the state relaxed again putting them in a position where we cannot be guaranteed of their loyalties and of course the guaranteed self-appointed seats ministerial seats for the clergy and the army and the partial restoration of commissions so to begin with let us defend this the continuation of an outmoded system where an unelected dictator Has will no continue to hold sway over our people. We have taken away every power of the monarchy. He is, or she or they, are a figurehead. You bring them out for celebration so everyone can cheer. That's it. They have no legal authority where once they had absolute power. This is a complete gutting of the the tradition of monarchy as it has existed up until this point in Seoul's history. We're we're on an edge here. The saber's edge. Uh, (laughs) Out of character laughing, sorry. The land stands on a saber's edge. Um, Oh, that was so happy. You start cutting off the heads of your kings and the family. Because let's be honest, that is your only option if you get rid of him entirely. Other countries will get nervous. You will be provoking war with every monarchy out there. We are taking away his power without causing a war. You cannot win. Also, if the king specifically is found guilty, as any other uh, citizen might be, after a fair trial, they will face the same consequences that any other citizen would. Whereas, previously, the king was able to act with utter impunity, because it was taken that the monarch's divine regent-given right allowed them to do what they wanted. We're not restoring a monarchy here. You said the king shouldn't have power. Half the country saying they should. What we're doing is a middle ground where no one has to die. As long as there is a crown to put upon a head, there will be those who seek it. But on to the next point. So, the investiture by the regent's authority and the implications of the regency will retain its authority. We, if I may be blunt, we are not slaves. 
to the word of anyone, divine or not. Why must our hearts and souls be chained to this way? And you can see that a number of the bourgeoisie nod. It seems quite feels very strongly about this. Hmm. I hate to come back to the same point. This is just a small factor. It is that the church will wage war without some sign that there is still religious stability as they see it here. That is a minor point in the grand scheme of things. No one's asking you to become a devout follower right now. This is this is maintaining the status quo, yes. And stability is very different from being the ultimate authority. What the church seems to be mainly concerned with is that um, protocol is upheld and stability is maintained. They were, when we spoke to them, seemingly happy to allow for the um, the continued uh, tradition of monarchy to exist as we have defined it, where as opposed to how it previously existed. This is a big, big concession on their part. They could, as my colleague says, wage war. And let's be honest, for the normal working man, religion isn't that big a part of their life. Some of us aren't welcome in the church still, but we continue to live. Causing gestures broadly. <laughs> the common working man, or woman, has no vote because... I see that the, that the uh, franchise will continue to be made available only to those with certain property require well, income requirements. Uh, if I remember rightly, until very recently, we didn't have that much. This is a huge step already. A huge step. One that we have not given ground on. A step for which those who wish to go further can build in the future. But once again, for right here and right now, stability and unity, moreover, is more important because the alternative is chaos, where no one is satisfied and no one gets what they want. The people we were negotiating with were for the restoration of serfdom, of removing the franchise completely from anyone who wasn't born to nobility. The fact that we can maintain this and create peace is... Do not underestimate that. It's huge. Those who would seek to go further must first have a foundation upon which to build. This is that foundation. The speaker calls. And it's a strong one. The speaker stands. Very well. If I can ask a closing statements from those who would wish to... Uh, of course, uh, Jacqueline, and I have no doubt that... A statement will be wished to be made on behalf of President Savat. I'm guessing the silent spell will go down badly. <laughs> the <Bit> obvious. <laughs> Jacqueline nods. Very well. To some. This treaty does take steps forward. It is filled with steps forward. 
a step here, a step there. Some places a step back. But the road is long. Why should we be satisfied with half measures? Why should we continue to labor even under the pretense of the authorities that we have thrown off? Here in this assembly, in this chamber, we have gathered together representatives of the people. By signing this, we accept that our ambitions only go this far, that we don't believe that we have the strength of will to secure freedom for all of Sun, and that we must give back what we have earned in the name of fear, in the name that we will suffer because if we do not, I say, let us stand against this. Let us tear this apart. And because if we fight, there will be a future in which all of us will have freedom and voice and recognition. She gestures to you to make a closing statement on Savat's path, and really on yours. I'm not asking you to listen to fear. I'm asking you to listen to compassion, kindness. People are starving in the streets. Continuing this fighting, continuing this war. You can't grow crops in fields full of dead men. You can't grow crops if you don't have anyone left alive to grow them either. The people who are fighting and dying aren't the aristocrats. They're not the rich, they're not the powerful. The, pe the people you're saying you're fighting for, but they're the people who are dying, not you. You're not the ones suffering. Be compassionate, be kind. Have an ounce of empathy. Build on this. Take those steps. Race down that road, but do it from a strong start. Don't stumble immediately. Also, if you continue, you didn't take into account what would happen if anything were to go wrong. You would be right back in the situation you started with as if your revolution had never happened. With provisos put in place most likely by the powers that be, that it would never ever happen again. This way, there is a chance. A chance to build, a chance to cement what you have already got. It is, I'm not asking anyone to pretend that it was what everybody wanted. Well, it's as, as much as anyone wanted. But at least this state of affairs currently can end. And upon that, you can build. And with that, I would like all members who agree to ratify the treaty to please stand. 
So, rather than doing this as a single one with advantage, I'm going to ask, I think, both of you to roll a persuasion check. You can bend fate on causes. Okay. Same time or can Same we one of this? Same time, but you can see what you both get before you uh, and bend it before I give you a result. You can do one after the other if you prefer. I'm just trying to work out if we're just going to tides this. This is the last roll. I think it has to be together. So that's the thing. Yeah. Like, if you want it, to tides this, because we there's can the tides options tides, I can't wait till he's rolled. You can't. That's not right. In which case, so I'm <laughs> roll the d100 before I do it. Because this is happening as you do it. Because because uh, you've got tides up. This is you untiding and immediately <laughs> retiding. <laughs> I can't remember what a D100 looks like. <laughs> I was going for the D8. 33. I swear that's terrible, but that might just be... You feel a strain buzzing in you, but nothing else. Fine, nothing fine, else. fine, fine, You are kidding, but that was good. <laughs> Maximize oh. the next damaging spells damage oh, in the next God. minute. Okay. So I'm tidying. Um, yep, yep. tidying again active. My hands are shaking. Right, Go for it. Um... I can't make that one higher than the one I've rolled. I've rolled a 22. That's a 14 from me. On the unicorn dice as well. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> one by one, members of the assembly begin to stand. The academics, glancing between themselves, stand up one by one by one. Less than half of the capitalists stand. Four members of the military. How many were the military were there? <laughs> the military only had about ten of them. Who and are the then, people who are standing? Are they voting for against yeah, the treaty? These are, four, these are four. Okay. There's less there's just there's just there's less than half. There's less than half and then six members of the bourgeoisie glance backwards. Swallowing. They stand. The speaker has to stop. Count with his finger. One, two, three. Democracy has never been so tense. By a margin of three votes, the treaty is ratified. Oh, oh God! <laughs> Everywhere I looked, I could see ones on dice. <laughs> There is a cheer from these, uh, from the, uh, from from, uh, from various sections of the uh, assembly. The uh, the academics are patting each other on the back. The capitalists are nodding cheerfully. There are some harsh stares in the bourgeoisie, but Jacqueline pulls her breath in, inclines her head, and sits. Wherever. And on that, <coughs> sorry. And on that note, um, I think we can call for a recess while we prepare these motions to go into law. And on that note, we're going to take a little break. We really need one, oh my god. <laughs> and we're going to come back after these, no doubt important, messages. And now a word from our friends over at Infinite Deer. Okay, Infinite Deer promo. Let's do it, one word at a time. The podcast is Infinite Dear, we are infinite. Dear, listen to us on iTunes and wherever you get your podcasts.
Why? <laughs> oh, we forgot to say Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, we're a D&D podcast. Hello. So I like to like, rate, share and subscribe to Flintlocks and Firebolts. And I've been doing it for a few months now. And do you know, the Regent has rewarded me. I found all of this free stuff. I got this nice diamond ring, this weird opera mask that started with jewels, and all of this gold. Ha! <laughs> it's great! And welcome back. Celestia. You were piled into the back of a carriage. The boot essentially was shut down ahead of you and you were plunged into darkness. The paralysis wore off, but you're still bound, hands and feet behind you. Still, your mouth still forced shut by the scold's bridle. At first, there is fear. After a while, it gives way to rage. Then discomfort. Boredom. Exhaustion. And eventually... Fatigue takes you. And you pass into something resembling sleep. Time passes. Every now and again you wake. You can still hear the strange, the rolling of the carriage wheels, the strangely in time of the horse shoes. But eventually, the horses come to a halt, and harsh sunlight (laughs) floods your boot as a broad-shouldered male drow, wearing the armour of a member of the Ebon Guard with with the sun-glassed lenses over the visor, pulls open the uh, uh, the boot, and with care, but definitely uh, without necessarily the most consideration for your comfort, uh, fireman carries you out of the boot, and you can see you are stopped in what which appears show, to be. Which is this? This was this the one, one who. Sh- uh, uh, this was the one who repeatedly stabbed Corzin. You do not recognize him on sight, especially. Um, give me an intelligence. Yeah, give me. Yeah, this is an intelligence check. This is for memory. I'm tired. Um, that is a um, eight. You don't recognize Assuming I still him. have the eye on me. You do at this point. Mm-hmm. You don't... He doesn't recognize you. You've already... Uh, he does... Uh, You've already been disarmed of your uh, rapier. And your co- and your pack and instruments have been left in the boot. Mm-hmm. But the things in your clothes are with you. Uh, he pulls you uh, out. You can see that he... Uh, so he ta- uh, takes you out. And I knee him in the shoulder. Okay, give me an attack check with disadvantage. 
that's not good. Um, I mean, I rolled a four and a six. It's yeah. not going to make a difference. You struggle and you knee him, but it just bounce. it just goes against the armor. He tilts his head, shakes it, and continues and carries you round. You can see that the uh, it is indeed the same military carriage that you saw before. There are four horses out front, and the two and there are actually uh, three figures up top this time. There is a half, uh, there are a pair of halflings. One with slightly pudgy, dark-skinned, uh, with long, golden-brown hair, although you can see it's darker at the roots, but it's still being dyed. She glances back uh, with amber eyes, and she's wearing the uniform of a Suene soldier. Um, she uh, is muttering quietly to the other uh, halfling, and, and seems to chuckle at some sort of joke that's been made. The other halfling looks different to how he did last night. You saw briefly a a sort of dark, uh, a sort of dusky-skinned halfling with brown hair emer- uh, emerge from the shadows and shank Corzin in the back. Mm-hmm. Out here, though, He's lean, he's wiry, he seems to have lost apparent weight from the previous night. His skin is pale, freckled, short ginger hair and blue eyes. He's chewing on what seems to be a strip of jerky while he talks. Is he known to me? Um, yes. Uh, you recognise him as the... Uh, you do recognise him as being the same halfling who was driving this carriage the first time it went past you. Cool. But he looked different when he emerged from the shadows. It's only the fact that you don't see any other halflings that leads you to believe it's the same one. Mm-hmm. And finally, sat up there with them, sort of ignoring their conversation, is a tall um, human woman. She's black, she's got very close-cropped brown hair and brown eyes. There is something sinewy to her uh, poise and appearance. She's wearing, again, the uniform of a Sulean soldier, but you can see she has five rings of subtly different silvery metals in her right hand, mm-hmm. which she absently twirls while... Uh, while this is going on she glances back at you uh, as you are uh, and gets off the uh, top of the carriage opens the door and the Evan Guard member uh, moves you inside <laughs> closing the door afterwards where are we inside? so we're in the carriage so or you're moved in into the carriage okay. you're still in the carriage uh, so you're now into the inside of the carriage, which is a quite spacious six-seater. Uh, there are it's got comfortable cushioned, a fairly comfortable cushioned interior, and um, there are the win- uh, the windows all have Tyrian blinds on them, the types with the many little wooden slats, which are pulled to so that a little bit of light comes in. But not too much, which is comfortable for the inhabitants. 
the there are now, including yourself, as you are pushed down onto it uh, uh, onto one of the chairs. There are now three other drow in here. The uh, elf who just pulled, who just brought you in. You see, he removes his helmet with the smoked lenses. And you can see now that he has pale blue eyes and short-cut silver hair. Adjusting to the light, he kind of blinks twice in quick succession. Puts, puts the helmet down by one side. You can see there's a shorter drow with a black ponytail. Uh, he has... Uh, and he's got uh, classic red eyes and a cropped black Van Dyke. He is actually wearing... Um, the Sulian uniform mm-hmm. as well. Um, the tricolor. Yeah. Uh, no, no. The, uh, the 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 actually yes, it would be the tricolor because this is National Assembly yeah. uniform uh, on on the classic Sulian blue. So Assembly rather than Royalist. Yes, they're all dressed as Assembly soldiers. Mm-hmm. And uh, as he glances up, you see he sort of taps his uh, thumb twice against each of his fingers on one hand for a moment. Before... Does that mean anything to me? Uh, it doesn't appear to be a code, just sort of a tick okay. or habit of his. And, of course, sat opposite you, uh, with their broad-shouldered drow uh, sat next to you, is the familiar form of Adrin. He is also, uh, and he is also, again, wearing a, par- a-, a Sulian uniform. He looks at you. I stare back. You can see behind uh, behind him, uh, so facing the driver's way, there is a something curious on the interior wall of the carriage. It seems it almost looks like a mandala, like a complex arrangement of silver circles uh, with multiple pieces of metal on them. Arcane stuff. Yeah, and as you watch, it seems to be they, the pieces gently move, rolling in a little circle. Um, the uh, he doesn't draw much attention to that. However, he does lean forwards. Sister, I would prefer for us to have a conversation. However, in order for us to do that, I will not compromise the chance of your escape. So, I'm going to have Suzette come in here in a moment and make a suggestion to you, magically enforced, not to escape. If you submit, to this suggestion. I will have Varys, he nods to the heavy set drown, remove your chains and the bridle. We will search you before that happens for any other weapons you may be carrying or anything else. If you do not submit to this suggestion, then I will have no choice but to have Varys render you unconscious for the duration of our travel. 
I look down at the gag pointedly and back up at him. A nod will be sufficient. Or a shake of the head. I move my head sort of non-committally look down at the gag and back up. He pinches the bridge of his nose. Varus. Varus Lucan. If you see any sign of her using magic when it when you remove the gag, please feel free to render her unconscious. I nod. Varus, if you would. The heavy-shouldered drow takes the bridle, releases the catch in it, and pulls the piece of metal flattening your tongue out. I will assent, but I have conditions. You're not in a bargaining position, sister, but carry on. I assume... Uh... I assume if you've left my friends alive, it's, um, so I'll do what you say. Indeed. With that in mind, I want to know that they're alive. He glances Let to... Let me send. He glances to Lucan. Luke. If I send anything telling them where they are, shoot me. Tell, telling them where, um, where I am. Narrows his eyes. Make a persuasion check. I will have Suzette send a sending to them on your behalf. I don't believe you. She could say anything. She will say it in front of you. I can't hear them. She could be talking to herself. Hmm. Why on earth should I believe you? You definitely want me to think they're alive, because otherwise you know you get nothing out of me. If I know they're alive, then maybe I'll be willing to cooperate. Well, let's be explicit then. Two sending spells. Two? Yes, you separated them. One till... Either the tiefling or the halfling, and one to my old slave. Hmm. I assume they're still separate. He makes if they're no together, emotion. I can have it done in one. Very well. I kept all of them alive. Because if you attempt an escape, I am perfectly willing to go back and place all three of their heads on a platter in front of you. Still don't know they're alive. You're a very good liar. We both know that. Hmm. Why the fuck should I believe you? It'd be a lot easier for you if people weren't going to come after me. Very well. 
two sendings. He will not reveal our location. You will confirm that you are alive. Mm-hmm. You will confirm that they are alive. That's it. Then I will submit to your suggestion. I will require you to submit to the suggestion before you cast the sending, as so that you don't plot an escape with the sendings. But... I will keep my word on this. After all, I'm going to require you to submit to it again tomorrow. Then you have no reason to do so. Okay. Very well. Knocks on the door. Suzette. A short pause and the uh, mage uh, woman opens it. There's a wince from Lucan and Varys as the sunlight comes in. She enters. My sister is going to conduct two sendings once you have once you have placed the suggestion on her not to escape. After she has produced these sendings, we will then remove her shackles and proceed in a more orderly manner. If she attempts to cast anything other than these sendings, please break whatever spell she is casting. I nod. The Suzette nods. Of course, Adron. I suggest that you make no attempt to escape while we are traveling. I can voluntarily like, submit. submit. Yeah, yeah, I do that. She looks nods to Adrian. Um, this is what yeah. he looks to Suzette. Does she need her hands free to send? This is where I double check whether um, you have I can check on the spell. Ah, uh, you do. So, yeah, I thought uh, I did. So I nod. Ah, yes, she does. Very well. Varus, if you would. Varus produces a key. Releases both your hands. I imagine there's a good deal of wrist massaging yeah. before I'm okay. While. Uh, Suzette glances backwards for a moment at the at the uh, gently turning mandala. I'll need to come back in about uh, twenty minutes, uh, so that's all right. We'll have some time before then. Your sentence. I gather my spirits together. Scamp. You okay? Corden okay? Leah? Can't tell you where I am under suggestion. Please let me know if alive. Can't say Anything else? Love you. 
this comes just as people, as the recess has been called for the Alison. We're in the thing, then we can't get it. Having stepped outside for a minute to get some air. <laughs> because that would suck otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Have we heard from Leah at this point? We haven't, have we? No. So this is before we've reached. So this is. With... So yeah. Uh, so they're, uh, they're busy in the sending room. Uh, uh, so Oksana has gone to the sending room to deal with this. Yeah. You have. Met up you have Oksana stepped again. outside um, because someone cheerfully offered to buy you a bu- uh, buy you a box of roasted nuts as a thank you for doing this. Um, or whatever. Regardless, <laughs> I was going out there. You, actually, okay, no, food no, is not no, no, okay. right now. You have gone to the sending room to meet with Oksana. You're with Oksana, but nothing's yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and just before Oksana can can talk, uh, can, can talk what she's uh, gotten, you get this message. Celestia, we're alive. Um, I haven't heard from Leah. Um. miss you we're gonna find you and kill everyone in between done a treaty um ah! <laughs> the spirit splitter away you picked the wrong person yeah <laughs> says to you sort of like half laughs half cries I gather them together again. Leah, are you alright? Alive. Travelling. Can't say where I am. Under suggestion. Scamp causing okay. Treaty happened. Um, tell me you're safe please I love you we're going to do a weird scene swap (laughs) having just walked in and sent that message uh, Oksana (laughs) You've just sent to try and find. You were just sending okay, to find. You're right. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, uh, to find Leah. Um, so you got a mess. This message back first, trying to find where she is. Uh, I'm assuming that you're sending basically be where are you? Yeah, yeah. No- nothing we need yeah. to go into. <laughs> Hello, I'm in uh, some sort of. Barn basement uh, north of Alessand. I was lured out by someone looking like Celestia. Uh, Barn has a red roof, and that's all you got. Cutting back to Celestia. Celestia! Just got ascending from others. <laughs> Fake you got me. Let's do it. Put her head in her hands. 
alive, <laughs> um, tied up in a barn. I think the others can find me. Love you. Thank you. Suzette, give us some time. Suzette nods, leaves, and shortly thereafter, the horses again pick up their oddly in-step clopping. <sighs> Lucan, if you would. The, the more wiry at uh, Actually, not worried, sorry. The shorter uh, drow nods. And that one of the seats he kind of pushes open and there's storage space underneath produces what seems to be a picnic basket of all things and begins laying out uh, four plates, a, what appears to be a small... Um, Weirdly, a small uh, mead mirror style samovar, which with a little bit of oil, which he lights, some teacups, and uh, starts laying out a, again, sandwiches. Uh, mm, you said four plates. How many people in the room? There are four of them. There are four, including me. Including you. Cool. But I don't touch anything. Adrian, what's to you? It's going to take us perhaps two weeks to get home. So I will encourage you to eat at least some of the time, sister. Um, not right now, thank you. Quite all right. Varys, um... I assume there's a lecture if you'd like to get to it. I'm all fucking ears. I'm not mother. And I'm not Quillen. What the fuck are you doing? Bringing you home, sister. Mother gave orders. That's what you ever do, isn't it? Orders. You ever have your own thoughts? <laughs> you ever look outside? I've looked outside. Saw nothing interesting there? Sky didn't do it for you? Hmm. He frowns a little. Not the people, not a single person. People are people. The sky. The sky is a beauty. In the evening, mostly, when it's not so bright. Mornings too. Barris, how are you? What would you say you say you prefer? I'd say probably um, probably mornings over evenings. So. Hmm. I like the snow personally. In case anyone was bothered. Lucan, who starts pouring some tea. I quite like snow. You remember that job we did up in uh, Meadmere, sir? 
Yes. Yes, there was a lot of snow that time. Hmm. The cold was interesting. Don't really get it the same way down, down below. Hmm. Be looking forward to the next job when we're actually up here. Well, it does have its benefits. I am... Um... This is going to take two weeks. Uh, um, you want me to submit to suggestions. I'm going to need continued assurance that they are still alive every so often. Very well. Every couple of days would be enough. Just assurances that you haven't sent anyone after them because I have no reason to trust you. No, I suppose you don't. And that's fair enough. Fair. <laughs> well, you will have that. Fair to me. Adrian takes some of the tea and sips it. You really should have some of the sandwiches at some point. The food is better up here. It's one of the nice things. Food and sky got something out of you. Well. So. What finally did it? What finally made you run? I understand there was... Some kerfuffle over your personal slave getting sold off, but... Was it... Couldn't stand the idea of going to work for Sovrina? that you'd understand. Fell in love. And, um... Thought maybe there was another option. Hmm. You can't tell me you like... this. Hmm. Love. Kind of tr seems to try the word in his mouth. Ever said it before? I'm familiar with it. Ever felt speak. it? Ever felt anything? Anything at all, Adrin? Just. Sort of something. Meets your gaze impassively, sips the two. Love. I. Love. Sunsets. Hmm. That seems like a word. What I'm do you fucking love? broken. What is wrong with you? No, I'm familiar with how it, with the mechanics of that. You know, works. I used to think I was the fucking broken one. I think maybe it's all of you. Why am I the only one who's normal? Why am I the only one who gives a shit? What the fuck did she do to you? 
mother taught us how to be better than normal. Mother taught us how to crush people. Exactly. That's not being better. The world is much the same wherever you go. Sunsets differ. In some places, the food is better. The air isn't as fresh up here. Have you ever talked to anyone of course. who is not part of this? I gesture. If you ever just talk to a normal person with a house and a life. Yes. And as there are politics of the houses down below, there are the politics I see up here. There are people killing each other or sparing each other or trying to get one over on one another. You all think you're so much bigger than it all. No. I don't think I'm bigger than it. I just think I'm better placed. And I know how to do my job well and reap the rewards of that. Oh, do you really are Mother Son? You... <laughs> hmm. You're just her with a different face. Actually, no, and less feelings. There's less in you. He tilts his head a little. I flinch. Would you like to know something on the subject of... Let's go on, it appears we have some fucking time. Hmm. We're going to talk little stories about her. I don't know if I... know or have experienced the love you have for that slave... But I have, but I do know what it is to feel envy. Who are you envious of? <laughs> Dear sister, all those years where mother would take you and later Quilena for private tuition, where she'd teach you. Do you know one of the few things she's truly meaningfully said to me? No. You would have been the perfect child if you'd only had the fortune to have been born a girl. I wish we could swap. Yes. I'd give it all up. Also, though... You'd like my job. Doesn't it's a visit to the surface. Doesn't that make you want something else? Did you ever even consider wanting something else rather than just sitting there in your fucking envy? Yes. Why don't you go somewhere else? You maybe could have got away with it, me or Quilena. I mean, fuck, but you, you, you could have gone. You could have been anyone. But this is who I am doesn't have to be. I mean, look. I gesture at my, my ridiculous fucking self. 
Yes. I, I... I'm very happy to have discovered that you have some decent clothes. We'll deal with that when the time comes. What do you mean? Do you like this better? I do a little jaunty pose, sort of manically at him. No, I meant your decent clothes. That will, well, isn't exactly going to hold Dan Bolow. Hmm. I'm sure they. This all seems appropriately uh, garish I think the surface. Will quite like it. Well. Such I just—I can't believe you looked at that and went, "Oh, I'll just carry on." Just carry on doing this. You didn't think to leave. How small of you. I found what I wanted. At this? Well, It's something. not, though. You just told me you were unhappy. You ran away. You fled. You fled. Comfort and power and real meaning. I, I could have run. I could have fled to the surface and enjoyed poverty and misery and sunsets and nice food, and food, although not much of it. But I stayed. I was loyal. I did my job. I became the best at it. And now, I get to come to the surface and have sunsets and nice food. And I get to keep my comforts. You wouldn't know real meaning if it came up to you and told you it loved you. I'm sorry this has been done to you. Maybe you could have been better somewhere else. Well. As ever, I know you're just following orders. You've never done anything else. Don't know why I'd expect that to change. Well, things will change in time. He finishes his tea. Lucan, if you would. Yes, sir. Pours a little bit more. <sighs> the mage returns after a time, clambers in, and begins manually adjusting the mandala. What is that? She glances to Adrian, he nods. I can't it do anything with information. It maintains the um, enchantment on the horses. The lockstep enchantment. Huh. It's easier than re- rebuilding the circle each time. Well, it might be the sanctum. <laughs> no. Oh, we're going to have to assume I got taken out the back to do them sendings. Ah, uh, yes. We'll, we'll that assume that you got here. taken yeah. out <laughs> to do those sendings. Forgot about that. Go back in. There we go. 
After the next 10 minutes, she resets it. There's a point where the clopping starts to fall out of sync towards the end of it, but at the moment she finishes resetting the mandala, the clops begin become weirdly in time. She sits up and goes, Well, we have time to kill. Would you like to tell me how you spent your time? Or we can do this in silence. You know, I think for now silence is good. Very well, I don't sister. think you'd understand. No, I suppose. Did just save a country, though, if you're interested, by the way. That happened. Yes, I'm. Didn't get your way on that one. Hmm. Oh, yes. Small matter of curiosity. Go on. Whatever did you do with Quilena's work? This <laughs> 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 two breaks down to absolute hysterics. You like to know, darling. <laughs> I'm sure she would. As far as I'm <laughs> concerned, she can she can do without it. <laughs> oh, you'll never find out what we did with that whip. <laughs> She's gonna be pissed at you that you didn't get it back. <laughs> well Good luck with that. As long as mother's alive, I don't report to her. Uh, uh. I should have reported to you. So we both know enjoy. that that wouldn't have worked. What did you think I was going to do? Become a fucking cleric? For become a, a general? Rule the house? All that shit? Did you ever actually fucking talk to me, or... Did... I suppose we talked, but we didn't really, did we? You had no idea who I was. You weren't Quilena. Not a fan. You never said anything. You never tell me anything. We're not in the house here. We can speak openly. Oh, you know I fucking hate her. That shouldn't surprise you. Of course. And you hate me, but that's understandable. I mean, I'm interested to know your take. On what? Quilena. You said we're not in the house, it doesn't matter. Tell me. She's... small... In a way that mother isn't, in a way that you're not. I assume you don't mean physically. <laughs> <laughs> she is smaller than me. It was always a bit funny. Mm. Sorry. It's... Why am I saying sorry? Huh. It's been a long day. What it's do you mean? She doesn't care about the family. She doesn't 
care about what's best for all of us. Well, you think Mother does? Of course she does. Mother does everything. You were there for all the same shit that I was there for, right? To make us strong. That was fucked. Can you not see that? I've seen normal families now, Adrian. I've seen how other people do it. And yes, have I. I've killed a number of them. Wow, you're unbelievable. Fuck me. But the thing is, you know, leaving your kid out on the wasteland with all the fucking monsters when they're 11 to see if they make it back alive. That's, that's not normal. It's... None of it was normal. Why would you want to be normal? You know, I'd just settle for happy. Is that so bad? Um, no, you know, actually, no, I wouldn't just settle for happy. I'd settle for doing some good rather than fucking squashing people. Mother was doing... Mother... Mother was not doing good. Don't you start saying that shit. Mother is doing good and... Fuck you. When you see her, I'm sure she'll talk about it. But you left too early. What do you mean? Was there some fucking plan I didn't know about? Or was it just for my fucking priest training? Have you seen me? Do you think I'd be a good priest? I've seen you do powerful things. Yeah. Not how they'd want me to, though. No, perhaps not. He opens his mouth and then closes again. What were you going to say? Shakes his head. Tell me. Not for me to say. Mother will talk to you about that. When she gets back. Where is she? Away. For how long? Is there going to be a fucking wait till she gets back? I'm sure Father will have plenty to keep you busy with. He's very excited to see you again. Bet he is. How's his fucking greenhouse going? Well. Great. I believe he misses you. Really? Adrian Franz, I think so. Father can you tell? Is... I couldn't ever tell. He looks a little uncomfortable. Father can be difficult to read. <laughs> I look pointedly at him and just giggle. <laughs> There's a small, a small twitch of oh, a smile. Oh, fuck me. Is that a smile, Adrian? Don't push the boat out too far. It'll fucking sink. It was a bad metaphor, but you know, I've not been tied up for hours. Yes. <laughs> My wrist's hurt, I'm distracted. Once we're back home. He shakes his head. What? Why are you looking at me like that? 
giggles and puts her head on the table. Is that all? <laughs> of course, you're my sister. <laughs> can I do an insight on that? Yes, you can. <laughs> I just see... I just... I feel like... Is there something magical going on? Like, I yeah. just... I just... No, for I have no idea. It feels like Adrian is struggling <laughs> to articulate things. Well, um, I know that took a lot of effort for you. Uh, it looked hard. Um, and I wish I could return the favour, but I can't because I fucking hate every last bone of you. You horrible, horrible man. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> I feel sorry for you, actually. I feel fucking sorry for you. You've been carved out. You're dead inside. And you're far more outspoken, more open in your anger than when you left. Yeah, it's funny what um not being crushed just a little bit every day will do to you. And friends. Friends help too. Maybe you should try that sometime. I have friends. You think these people are friends? Lucan once is up. Yes, well. I'd say I'm your friend, sir. Fucking <laughs> 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 that's ratchet level ridiculous. Varus <laughs> <laughs> nods. Yes. I'd say we're friends, sir. Fuck me, it's like banging my fucking head against a wall over here. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and explain what friends are to you. Well then. <sighs> fucking hell. <sighs> Don't suppose you fancy a plot to overthrow Mother with me, just, you know, on the off chance at all. She fucking sucks. We could, <laughs> could go for it together, we'd be really quite powerful, but, um... Afraid <laughs> not. System. Didn't think so, but you know, fuck it at this point. Not like there's anything else to do. Do pack up the sandwiches, Lucan. Make sure to you know, save I'm a fucking Mrs. sandwich. Oh. There you go. <laughs> I take one. <laughs> Start eating a sandwich. This is actually a very good sandwich. This is good. Good taste in sandwiches. <laughs> I told you, the food's better up here. <laughs> <laughs> The carriage bundles. <laughs> this is so depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, heading <gasps> away from this despairing, <laughs> despairing journey, uh, back in the sending room, uh, the pair of you have just received your message as you've come in to see uh, Oksana. Uh, waiting for you in the sending room. I don't think I did that very well. 
What hap- what happened? Uh, did the treaty go through? I, I've yes, seen here. yes. Um, <laughs> Celestia's alive. Well done. Okay, Celestia's al- she's alive. Okay. They let us in. She's under a suggestion. Um, Not she can't escape. run. Um, right. Um, or any tell us. any other information? No. Uh, I got something from the other lady. Is she alright? Uh, she's alive. She's in a barn to the north Ooh. of the city. Uh, it's got the red lo- red roof. Um, she was lured out by. A fake Celestia? Right, that a makes disguised sense. Disguised someone, I Double guess. Cross. We had a disguised version of her, so that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Disguised self or something would probably do right. it. Right, so we find Leah. Yes. Map to the Underdark, yes. if we can. And we move fast. Mm-hmm. Of course. I mean, she's in a sendable place now, so we can check on Well, she was at that moment, they were letting her send. No, I meant Leah. Oh, Leah. Oh, Leah. I shouldn't have put Celestia back in the carriage. Um, I would. But if she checks in again, we should know what we're saying. All right. If this is, it might be, it might not be a regular thing, but it might be that they do it more often. Um, in which case, we should do something like try and get us to get them to do it at a specific time because if she's sendable, she's scryable. Right, that's a good If we can point. time it right, we can get her to be do her sending at a set time. We can start scrying so that it happens at the same time. How would you do that? I don't know, but it's worth trying. I mean, we can ask. They can't hear She's what we say. She's tied up in a carriage. She's not in much of a negotiating bargaining yeah, position here, as but far as I can But if they're tell. letting her send at all, there might be a chance that there's some control over the time. That's a worthwhile suggestion, yeah. I mean, if it fails, I hear it she's a good talker. Maybe. She's the best. All right. Right, we need to find Leah. Yes, we do. Can you scry on Leah? If uh, she's in a barn, yes, you're going to see anything I can new. only do it once a day. So up to you if you want it to be that one. I can. I'm happy to. Let's find the barn manually if we can. All right. Because all we're going to see is the inside of a barn. All right, well... Uh, I mean, she sounded okay. She wasn't in immediate danger, as far as I could tell. Maps, the underdog, we think it's very important. I don't know where anything fucking is in it, so unless you two have knowledge no, of the underdark... Will the crime lot have anything? No harm in asking. No, no harm in asking. Except I... it's time. You have contacts in Horn Alley, yes? Yes. yes. Um, can we get a sending to one of them, asking them to look into it? Yes, I can do that. Or one of the, these nice people here. Sending people. Can They're you? all sending mages about, no. aren't they? What do you want? First, sorry. Um, we went to sending, asking a friend of ours to look into a map to the Underdark. Okay, who do you want to send? Um, who's best? Justice? Probably Justice. Okay, Um, I'm going to minor illusion the, the an image of Justice. <laughs> this is Justice. Grimani. Okay. This mage sort of mutters quietly. Pause. Mm-hmm. Scribble, scribble. Okay. Uh, they said. Okay. Yeah. So they're gonna. Uh, they, they don't know about that, but uh, apparently there is. Uh, they said. You want to speak to the, your friend with the sharp blade? In town? Don't look at Some me, sort of know. doctor? Oh. Yes. 
right. I think would, I know. Who would you're... I know of the scalpel? I don't know what this character knows. No, no, you're not. You're not connected to the end of the world. Does this have... mean anything to anyone? Yes, but we don't have time. We need to get to Leah fast. Let's Maybe get Leah we first. find the barn and then worry about the map afterwards. But if it takes time to get the map, we need to get them doing it fast. We go. We check in. I could send to this person if you tell me who they are. Oh, I'm not sure. I don't know them. Well, we have a favor. You're a nice friend. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think we sending's a good idea. I don't think they'd appreciate us. I'd no, we should go in go person. Go for a picky friend. Yes. Okay. Also, I don't know that they believe it was from us. They're a rather private individual, shall we say? Oh, right. one of those. Let's go fast. All right. Okay. So, where are you heading? At uh, the scalpel. Okay. So, you head out uh, and make your way up towards there. Jason's the cutting paper, and I'm really unnerved. <laughs> what the fuck he's doing at the end of the table. I am limiting information, is what Character I'm doing. Character <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm Marco. doing all right. You're doing yeah. great. Yeah. Character you head up towards uh, there, where you, uh, towards the uh, scalpel's, uh, yeah, to the scalpel's surgery, uh, to the address of one Dr. Sarieta Krenik. I'm still giggling hysterically at the sandwich, just ignore me in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, it got really pratchet in there for Everything got so dumb, I just wanted to bang my head on the table. <laughs> But like so dumb and so horrible at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Uh, I'm now trying to imagine your father. I'm sort of getting like a Jane Austen <laughs> housewife in my head. <laughs> so uh, the <laughs> so doctor, uh, you head up towards uh, the uh, to uh, to oh, yes, there you go uh, to Doctor Krennic's um, surgery, and after a knock at the door, I am. You, uh, Dr. Krennic's assistant comes down you and looks like, I'll see if uh, the doctor is available for an appointment. Seems to recognise two of you. This is a friend. Hello. I see. Very well. Close the door. Short, a couple of minutes later. Maybe don't mention you're a condiment. I won't tell them I'm salt or pepper. (laughs) What? Uh, Okay. (laughs) So... They come back down. <laughs> I'm not stopping doing that. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> uh, you're fortunate. The doctor has a uh, space in the schedule. Please come up. Thank you. You are led up towards uh, the office of Dr. Sarietta Krennic and led in. And once again, there is an... All, uh, you see the uh, features of uh, the olive-skinned features of the human woman uh, behind the desk. Thick black hair and a tight braid, tall, slender, with a uh, gold-rimmed pince-nez uh, on her nose, uh, uh, wearing a uh, wearing a black waistcoat and white shirt, a little uh, little black uh, with a sort of a dark green uh, cravat type of fair. Seems to be in the. Uh, she, she appears to have been in the middle of looking at some books, but closes them as you enter. How can they help you? Um, we need a favour. We need a map. Um, somewhere rather complicated. 
that uh, perhaps it can be achieved. What is it? You, uh, where is it you are trying to go? The Underdark. Do you have a particular location in mind? Otto. That's the one. Otto. Hmm. She thinks for a moment. It will also be useful to know the nearest uh, or most likely way to get there from here. Preferably one with less terrifying guards would be nice. We can get past guards. Takes off the pince-nez, taps Ah. the side of her cheek for a moment with it, puts it back on. As it happens, hmm, there is uh, a package I could do with being delivered to Otto. We will be your couriers. You'll need to take it to the Fisher Queen that is down there. Okay. Who are they? They identify themselves. They're known as the Silversmith. Silversmith. Hmm. You... Edward? What? Not in Utu. Well, maybe. They're dwarves down there, don't they? It's a pretty drow. Heavy town, I think. I don't know the place. I just hear there are a lot down You'll below. Find, uh, well, they, I believe that their uh, place of business is classically in the sway, slaves' quarter. Okay, maybe uh, then. There is, let me think. What was the last one? Ah, yes. I believe they have a particular... Uh, arrangement you wish uh, thanks for a moment ah yes you should look for the sign of the three whips ne- uh, next to a building of a redstone I have not been done myself she goes over towards a cupboard Unlocks it and produce uh, and sort of fishes through several wrapped packages. Also produces a small roll of paper. There we go. So I do not have a full map of the Underdark in this area. I have a smuggler's map which has been prepared, uh, which will take you from here to Uto. Perfect. Smuggler Channel is probably the best. Within, Definitely. If you need to travel elsewhere, the silversmith, she will likely be able to provide you with a more uh, comprehensive map. She, she hands you a what seems to be uh, a package. Feels like wool on the inside. Do not open that. It will be obvious if you, it will be known to her if it has been opened before it arrives. Okay. Oh, can you look after that, please? All right. She I put it in my pack. Also passes you a slightly sketchy map. So okay. there are four entrances that we know of. There are the two main entrance uh, official entrances. That uh, anyone can use. Excuse the shuffling paper, listeners. We're just sliding a map across the table. So, there is the entryway uh, to Saint Exubery, near Saint Exubery. That one will lead you uh, directly into the areas controlled by the 
area Nayan Empire. That region is, um, well, there are guards on both of the official entrances, but that one goes is the more direct official route to Otto. What sort of guards? The, uh, there is a, uh, each of the different uh, large caverns and sets, uh, passages between the Underdark are guarded by bastions. They are um, sort of large fortresses staffed by a mixture of uh, high-ranked warrior slaves overseen by drow or tieflings. So they, t- they are deliberately designed to be difficult to get through. Um, usually you need... Uh, when I say paperwork, uh, it's a little bit more complicated than getting through down here. You either need to, believe, uh, to belong to uh, a drow family, or you need to ha- belong to one of the dwarf shipping guilds. Right. They move a lot of uh, they move a lot of um, goods on the canal barges. What those. about the less official entrance that you are hinting at very heavily? Indeed. So the other official entrance, very quickly in uh, in Orismond, that one goes through the dwarf kingdoms. You can get through the dwarf kingdom entrance in Orismond, provided you negotiate passage with the dwarfs, who will usually do it for money, and will take very you around. Short towards Utsu. That will bring you into the cavern system owned by the Carnilla family. Then there are the other two ways. There is the secure way and the faster way. The secure way is slow, but it's what we usually do. There is um, about 12 miles north of uh, Alessand, a um, cove, which seems uh, uh, classically used as a smuggler's cove. There is a natural underground river which runs all the way up towards the uh, Pelion cave system, the one near the entrance at St. Exupery. That that is a way to get into the Underdark without needing to go through the main gates, although there are smaller bastions in between. But once you're inside, it can be easier to smuggle yourself onto dwarf barges. However, that is not fast. Getting up the um, secret uh, canal route through the underground river, well, that can take as much as 10 days. So you probably want something faster. The fastest one is uh, there is a... There is a secret set of uh, dwarf locks, uh, canal locks, in a sort of um, switchback pattern to go quickly up. Now, she spreads out a map of uh, Seoul, which she also has. On the northern border, there is uh, uh, the city, uh, there is the town of Etrangle within mm-hmm. the woods. So, Hidden there is the uh, exit to the Dwarf Switchback uh, Canal. That goes directly down to the northern end of the Carnilla Cavern system, which will bring you ahead of, uh, say, the the normal entrance to Saint-Exupéry and bring you very close to Utu. Now, 
if you were going to Saint Exupéry, uh, uh, you would have to take the barge down from Saint Exupéry through the Pelian Cave down towards Carnilla and all the way down to, uh, up towards Utu. If you rode hard, you could get to Saint Exupéry, and as uh, you could get to um, Etrangle, and then take the switchback downstairs, as it were, very quickly. Would we have to pay our way through that as well? You will have to pay your way, but um, that's a problem. My, uh, but it is uh, no less money. of an issue because you will be carrying for me. Um, a small, you will need a small fee, perhaps. Uh, or the three of you, maybe 50 or a gold or an equivalent in gemstones or similar. Yes, there's a lot of money. We've she got shrugs. 50, but that is everything. You may be able to find alternatives. In any case, that will get you down. The problem is, a triangular is currently uh, right in the middle of an active combat front. Because right. that is where the well, war is. So that is the fastest route, but you will need to go through active cannon fire. Alright. I don't really care whether you get there fast or slow, so long as the package is delivered. <sighs> she think rolls her eyes for a moment. Anything we need to be worried about in this package? Don't need to tell us what, just... Just don't break it. Don't okay. break it, not it, okay. It is um, cushioned, but do not break the seals. Okay. I'm feeling like I want to go uh, back to the place we were detained and raid it. Get our money back. I don't think we've got time. We need to get Leah. Yes, we do. We don't need money, though. I don't have a lot. Leah may have uh, some money, but I mean OC. I don't know if this is meta gaming, but I remember, so I feel like I should say it. Mm-hmm. Savat did say he was going to pay yeah. us. Yeah, I'm half yeah. remembering. Yeah, like he he yeah. did yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, that's so fair. he was going to pay. So it might be worth right. dropping in on him. Obviously, yeah. in yeah. this character, I don't know that, but I felt yeah. as I'd remember. No, no, it. we mm. would remember that. Yeah, I was you, trying you to remember this. I don't know. No, no, yeah. he yeah. he literally did. I remember that happening. Yeah, yeah. he did. So we get paid. It's probably right. our best option. Well, let's uh, step on him to do that then. Well, either way, it looks like there will be bribes, and uh, yeah. I am not your girl for that. <laughs> okay, um, so we get. Let's get, the... get Leah out. Yes. Take. We shouldn't take her with us. It's exceedingly dangerous if she goes back there. You're right. It's. She could help. No. It's personal yeah. in a way that isn't. I. You know her if better she, than I do. If she wants to, then I'm not going to stop her, but I don't think we should ask her to. We've got to let her make that decision. Yeah. Up to her? Yeah. Um. Either way, I don't suppose you know a red barn about, was it how far? North? Uh, north, she didn't say how far. North of the town? Um, red roof. The scalpel just shrugs. I thought it might be something that people use for stuff. No. Not one of ours. Probably just the barn. Hmm. Shouldn't be that hard to find. Alright, if it's north of the town, or the city rather, we should um, 
Start searching then. Okay, you want to go there first, or do you want to get paid first? What Let's find Leah. Yeah, sooner we'll, the better. We'll go oh, find Leah. That's our first trouble. And if she need, wants to stay, we'll be taking her back to the assembly anyway. Yeah. Yes. Um, I mean, well, that sounds lovely. My time is money. Sorry. Have a good day. You too. You too. <laughs> Thank you for your help. She resolutely ignores you and goes back to work. Right. We leave. We leave. Let's head north out of town. Okay, Mm -hmm. you do that. Uh, Can I have... One of you give me an investigation check with advantage because you're all searching. Um, My investigation's liking this character. Give me a minute. Uh, Mine's decent. Yeah, it's probably better than mine. So with advantage. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a Celestia dice. I can't use that. I literally can't. Mm. Dice. Um, It's not... Great, it is a 15. Okay. Uh, I will say then that it takes you... Uh, f- 15 is good, but not great. It does take you, combined with just searching around and moving, about an hour before you find the right barn. There's one There's one point where you go to a house with a red barn, and it's very obviously... You, you search Nothing here but chickens. <laughs> there's a little old couple. Yeah, the chickens, we burst in with yeah. weapons out. There's, oh, there, there's these two. There's these <laughs> two elderly uh, halflings, and like one of them goes, "What are you doing here?" Oh shit! Sorry. Wrong barn. Wrong <laughs> the barn. Other guy, the, the other one smacks his husband on the back of the head. This is why you shouldn't keep uh, keep swindling people with that chicken feed. Oh, I'm not swindling people with the chicken feed. You're swindling people. With the right, we're gonna feed. go. We're gonna go. <laughs> you leave. You Remind leave. me never to get any chickens. It looks bad for your health. However, after a bit a bit more furious searching. You eventually manage to come to another uh, barn. You pull open the barn door, and you can see uh, uh, you, you see the tied-up, gagged uh, form of uh, Leah blinking. She's been uh, stuffed into what looks like basically just uh, st- stuffed into an, ab- an empty horse stall. Oh, so no one else around. Um, yeah, I'd have a look. Yeah, there are. Um, there are the original farm owners. Uh, they are stuffed into one of the other horse stalls, and they're no longer wow. in a state to... Um... Yeah. Oh. I assume this one is yours? Yeah. Yes. The farmers are just dead, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Dead yeah. and in pieces. Oh, oh God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, get Leo free. <laughs> yeah, you. <laughs> Hello, Oksana. Uh, Hi, Leah. Can, can we get away from them, please? Yes. Yeah. Let's get back outside. Free them. Yeah. Stumbles outside. <laughs> vomits onto the floor. I got a sending from Celestia. We did too. She's been kidnapped. Then. Her brother. She nods. That what? Ten hours ago now. Probably. Nine then. Oh, Regent. She came. I thought it was her. I thought. I thought she. She came out and. They, we they... thought it was you. <laughs> there was a you. It, it got complicated. You guys know to check for disguise spells, right? Well, we do now. Thank you. And yes, we Sorry, did. Who the fuck are you again? This Oksana is the condiment. Okay. Come on, Don. She. I'm here to help. Likely. Apparently. Okay. Fine. Um, she sends. It's useful. So you rummages around in Glad one of the haystacks where, where you find Leah's um, 
the sword has been thrown in, has been stuffed in. This yours? <laughs> ah, thank you. Um, oh, uh, shit. Uh, I got kidnapped before I could tell you. There's a, we had, we had a package delivered. Um, it's in, the, uh, it's in the apartments. Um, what package? Oh, Fighty. Fighty came by. Uh, he oh. apparently had some sort. <laughs> oh, well. of, he apparently had some sort of commission somewhere, which he had to run off for. Yeah, but, that's right. Kind of a but name we, is fighty. A is that a real name? name? It's a name for a tailor. He's a gnome. Long story. Any, yeah, we much? should. Yes. yes. Wow, really? <laughs> we should. Um, Better than any of us. <laughs> she points. We need to get your boots back. He, yeah, we should. We should pick those up while we're at it. Yeah, I've well, got to get Jeffrey. We've got to head back to the... Uh... Who's Jeffrey? Monkey. Oh, oh right. I forgot about Jeffrey. Stop asking <laughs> stupid questions. There's a lot to keep up with. You people are weird. <laughs> um, okay, let's let's right. go back we'll, to we'll the... Walk and talk. You, um, so do you want to head back to... Yeah. Uh, yeah, you head straight back to the Courts of Justice. So, uh, so I'm going to ask that. <laughs> so did the, uh, the drow just like clock you over the head, tie you up and throw you in here? Pretty much, yeah. Did you see anything useful? Uh, yes, uh, they they stuck me uh, in a carriage at first. Uh, it's a military car- uh, style carriage uh, painted with uh, Suin uh, military colours. I think it's probably just what, a royalist or assembly. Uh, assembly. Uh, oh right. They were wearing yes. Two of them were wearing assembly uniforms as well. Um, hmm. Can you tell us something only you'd know? Uh, okay. I haven't got time to detect uh, no, magic. No, that's fine. Uh, something only I would know. Uh, What's Jeffrey's favourite game? I mean, I want to say hide and seek based on how ridiculously difficult it is to figure out where he is most of the time. No, he, there's a board game he very much likes. Ugh, backgammon. It's Leah. Right. <laughs> Your monkey plays backgammon? Not exactly. Okay. Right, let's... <laughs> you stumble back towards the uh, the courts of justice. There is a jubilant air as news... That's sort of horrible, oh, isn't it? Oh, yeah, oh. as news is being broadcast of, this, uh, of the treaty... Uh, and you do actually see uh, as you uh, come in, you you see um, uh, do, do, uh, Professor Arte. Is it? Ah, good to see you. We just got the sendings back uh, from sending forward to uh, to uh, Vondion. Ceasefire has been declared. Great. Um, we're oh. demobilizing. <laughs> good. Um. Right. We we need some money, please. Uh, We've got to leave. I mean, uh, I guess the uh, I could lend you some. Well, no, um, the, the was there was no. a contract of some kind for doing the the treaty and things. Oh, yes, right. Well, let's go. Right. Let's go talk to. Um, and I can pay you back for the diamond as well. <laughs> we head back to uh, Savat's uh, office where I, uh, he's sort of beaming. There is a noted absence of Jacqueline about, um, <laughs> and uh, communicating via uh, sort of uh, you could. You, you, uh, is it, uh, apparently there is some talk of payment for them for the trip. Puts up a finger and nods. Sorry to ask so suddenly, but we've got to leave town. We're attempting to get Celestia back. Nods stiffly. I right. suppose you have any convenient underdog contract contacts or anything? Anything useful? Blinks. Shakes his head. Writes down cash? Question mark. 
Yes. Yeah. Nods uh, draws up a something and uh, passes it to a soldier who runs away. A few moments later, uh, uh, like five minutes later, soldier returns with a small but hefty casket. Mm. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. With um, neatly divided little dividers, one thousand gold pieces, gold okay. coins. Oh well, um, that's lots of money. Right, Sam, hold up the pit paper saying, I got the feeling you're going to need hard cash for your guy. Yeah, yes. thank you. a fuck lot of gold. Um, we can pay back. <laughs> you take out one well. tenth and pass it to Professor Arte. Thank you. <laughs> right, um, right, so pick up the package and we need to go. Yeah, 900 divi- uh, divides nicely. Or we'll just keep it, yeah. <laughs> You also uh, collect... Someone needs to look after Celestia's share. Leah, are you okay to do that? Uh, yes, of course. Um, hold up, I'll just get the uh, the package. She returns with a heavy bag and also... <laughs> Jeffrey! A monkey with a knife. Fuck me, why does this monkey have a knife? <laughs> what monkeys have you met that don't have knives? A lot, a lot of monkeys don't have knives or grass skirts. Mad. It's very fetching. It's looking a little with lovely. I'm just confused. <laughs> this Le- is not a normal monkey, as you've probably gathered by now. Uh, yes. Jeffrey. Maybe we'll have a chat later. <laughs> Jeffrey's normal. <laughs> Leah. Yes. You know where we're going. We're not going to stop you coming, but we're not going to ask you to either. She swallows. Okay. Let's go before I change my mind. I need to, to, to grind this diamond up. Then I can make a thing. What thing? The, the thing with the... the <laughs> and then we're in a different place. What, flying? Yes, that. Um, but if we do that... Leo opens a wide and Yes, flying. But if you need to get oh, out, big stuff. there's, well there's a way out. Okay? Okay. okay. There's a way much... out for all of us. Yes. But if you need to leave, if it's not right for you, you tell me. She reaches down and just hugs you tightly. Thank you. You've gotten out. Okay, thank you. Come on, come on. Let's. um, Really weird. New coat. I'm not even going to deny that, but right now we've got it there. No, I don't suppose I have. Pulls on her new coat. Uh, uh, passes it. There's a there's a very quick uh, clo- uh, uh, ch- uh, clothing montage. and the new um, yeah. dragon skin thing. Sorry, <laughs> dragon skin lined we- uh, vest. Your old boots back, which are weirdly so, so. silky and dark. Oh, plus one to AC. Yep, plus one to AC and resistant um, to lightning damage. Okay. Not as much as you've seen. Everything else got stolen. Someone's very rich now. After this, please give me both of you. Give me a note of how much got stolen, and I will make a note of it for later. Yeah, it was like thousands. It was like, thousands. I know how much I had. Like it was a lot. You still got all your money. Yeah, yeah in all fairness. I mean, like, what, you, what it's currently in a boot. Money in this but, situation. Yeah. Like... But yeah, yeah. You so, <laughs> which way are we going? Fast way. Fast and risky. Okay, on your head, be it. Do you want to go up a long river in the dark, or 
Makes no odds to me. I think we've got a better chance with danger on the surface. We all know the surface better. Either way, I've never been to the Underdark. Let's head north. If we uh, go the faster way, we have a chance of maybe being able to head them off before they even get there. Let's move. Okay. So, you head out. Uh, what is. So, you're going to go by Magic Horse, basically. Yeah. Mm. You head out to the north side. That's our best option, isn't it? Let me know when we've got a bit of time. Oh, I do something dumb. Okay. Uh, we've possibly got a bit of time now. Um. So I'm gonna cast a ritual spell. Okay. Um, you see me fiddling about with some rods on my arm and on my shoulder. Um, so Jeffrey, what do I need to expect here? Tell me. I cast speak with animals. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> These people are crazy. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> I can tell. How do you cope? Oh, they're the best. <laughs> you like crazy? Crazy is good. I used to live in a cage. Oh, oh dear. That does not sound fun. Now I get to run around all the place. Sometimes I get to fly. <laughs> and I have a friend. <laughs> you have a friend? Yes. One of these two? Yes. And another one. What's the other one? He's a friend. <laughs> he talks to me. Right. Okay. Um. Sometimes he tells me to cut things. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! When we're in combat. <laughs> Turns to scamp for a second. Just like not in monkey. <laughs> There's something wrong with this monkey. What's wrong with Jeffrey? What have you done to Jeffrey? I'm gonna hug Jeffrey. <laughs> he, he's fine. We're just having a chat. Tell me more about this friend that tells you to cut things. I want to know how worried I should be. He's really smart. But no one else can see him. <laughs> Out of character, is this unusually smart for a monkey? Uh, Assuming that I've talked to animals before. Assuming you've talked to animals smart? before. It's like <laughs> smarter than usual in terms of what you expect from a monkey, but speak with animals does a certain amount to bridge gaps. Like it's uh, a lot of what it is is you're kind of getting intention from a monkey from the animal thoughts and they're translating into Morgan speech, but they're all pretty together for a monkey. Are you talking to Jeffrey? Yes, he's very smart. Do you want me to tell him anything? Tell him I love him. Scamp loves you. I know that. <laughs> he knows. Oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> Do you want to say anything to them while we're while we're having a conversation? I miss the t- uh, I miss the tall one's pack. It was good to poop in. <laughs> <laughs> he misses the tall one's pack. He liked shitting in it. Oh, we'll get it back for you, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeffrey. <laughs> Anything else you want to say while we're here? Um, he's doing a good job. They say you're doing a good job. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're doing a good job, too. Okay, if you want to talk to me, you just let me know, okay? Okay, I'll wave my knife at you. <laughs> okay, you won't cut me, though, right? Not unless my friend tells me to. <laughs> okay, tell your friend not to cut me with a knife, or we won't be able to talk, and they might both die. Tells his head for a moment. 
This is not a catcher. <laughs> well, that's good. What is this about a friend who wants to cut people? I've got an imaginary friend. Doesn't sound imaginary. Never heard a monkey oh, well. with an imaginary friend. Keep growing horses. Right, good. Um, well, lovely to meet you, Mr. Jeffrey. Um, I've had him on the head. Uh, have a nice day. <laughs> okay. Let me know if you want to chat anytime. Okay. To have someone sensible to talk to. Oh, wow. You know, I always thought when I'd do Jeffrey, he'd have like a really refined voice, but that was the voice that came out. Fair. Jeffrey. I didn't tell you I was going to do that. No. It was, funny. <laughs> it was either, it's always going to be either that or, well, hello there. Yeah. <laughs> I tend to scamp. I like this monkey. He's clever. Thank you. <laughs> Jeffrey's lovely. He is. It's a little scary. But... <laughs> clever. Part of his charm. I put a little handful in and like stroke his nose. <laughs> oh, I like him. Vaguely but tries to bite it. Horses. Oh, don't bite me. We had a chat. <laughs> it means he likes you. He eats things he likes. Oh, good. Maybe I should be meaner to him. <laughs> we go through a lot of backgammon sets. Right, horses. <laughs> a horse appears. Have I seen anyone do this? You've seen this before. Not usually as garishly coloured, but. And also, I'd imagine not done like this. Yeah. Either. Yeah, magic is interesting. It's normal. I'm a normal child. Liar. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to draw another horse now. Okay. And you begin riding north towards a trongler. Yes. So, it is some distance. To he- uh, heading north, even granted that you are doing so uh, through lands which are relatively Between that and the sandwich, I'm a bit of a wreck, to be honest. Uh-huh. <laughs> there is a still a fair bit to go. You reckon it will take you about three days to head up to a trampler? It would, um, if it wasn't for the fact the active combat zone. But we'll get to that as we get to it. In the meantime, however, hard riding continues. As indeed, uh, there is at least one changeover of horses at one point. Celestia, you are you ride within this uh, uh, within the carriage, mostly quiet, occasional awkward conversation. Very stilted. I take the piss like yeah. a bit too much. I just reach a point. I just yeah. don't give a shit. Really? How unlike stuff. you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a guard is. Uh, at least one of them remains up to keep a guard on you at any time. But eventually, after one. After running what feels like a double shift on the first day, uh, you notice that Suzette is. Quite exhausted by the very end, of, uh, by the very end of it, especially as you as there is a point where uh, the horses chain uh, are changed, uh, arranged by literally just a coachside inn. Is there, uh, there uh, sorry, a coachside inn? What? No, a roadside coaching inn. <laughs> there is a quiet point where you, uh, we're at that halfway point when the horses are being changed over for another eight hours of hard riding. 
Adrian casual uh, Adrian who uh, glances up to you it's been one of those quiet times just to make things clear well I appreciate that you are under the suggestion not to escape mm-hmm. I would I will tell you not to try and involve bystanders or call out for help in these situations such as these where we are close to the coaching inn because if need be we will murder every single person here to prevent there being any witnesses noted thank you tea no very well I never drink any tea yeah that never happens. All, the th- all the other three drow do drink the tea. Mm. Uh, and eventually you do notice the um, uh, the, the uh, mage does bring you a canteen of water at one point. Thank you. It's not got anything in it, has it? She shakes her head. No, it's just the, it's just the water. Same as I drink. I don't suppose there's anything I could do if there was something in it. I could flavour it for you if you like. I can do that. Make it taste like whiskey. <laughs> See a bit? Tastes like whiskey. Doesn't have the alcohol burn exactly, but... Lovely. It's a bit more interesting. Hmm. I prefer peppermints myself. You'd want a drink too if you were me. Hmm. Perhaps. How long have you been doing this then? Not bored yet? No, I've um, <clears throat> been this a while. It's been intense in places, but um, worth it. And say so this is happening. There's a quiet moment when this is happening. The uh, as later on as this is happening at the very end of the day. It's dark. It's become dark, and uh, and there is a sort of extended camp of sort set up and um you've uh, and adrin has uh, allowed you to come sit, uh, to get get a bit of air by sitting on the roof so if you want yeah on the roof of the carriage on the roof of the carriage so am i still proofed or no how does uh, this work the uh, he uh, as you are climbing up uh, adrin points out the roof of the carriage, uh, the roof of the carriage, and the area immediately around it is all still within Suzette's sanctum. Great. I'm not going to let you get out of that. Not still got my pipe on me ever. <laughs> Actually, this is a point. Uh, as they let, before they let you go out, you say, "Ah, we'll just have to search you one more, uh, one last time." Uh, for anything we we might have missed. Yeah, what have they taken off me? And not so taken they've taken off, off our weapons and, uh, and equipment and your backpack, your pipe and your t- uh, and your opium and, and a bit of opium is still in there. So uh, as um, one of uh, uh, one of them, uh, the uh, pats you down, uh, the heavy set one, Varus, uh, kind of pats you down, uh, pats you down, gets the pipe, opium, shrugs, puts them back in. Gets to one uh, pocket. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Very loudly, and then 
She winces as does uh, as does uh, Lucan. So let's do if I can cax herself laughing, basically at this point. <laughs> the uh, the darker skinned halfling uh, calls up. So that would you shut that up, please? You could give it back to me. That would shut it up. Suzette rolls her eyes and adjusts her rings, snaps her fingers in the spell. Oh, that was boring. As the uh, as Varus reaches in, though, he does put his hand on the orb. As it pulls away, you get that. I imagine sensation. I grasp at my heart. Would rather you didn't take that off me if you don't mind. Imagine look. Varus is holding it, but doesn't. But, but it's kind of doesn't move it away from you. It's uh, it's used as a scrying focus. I can't do anything dangerous with it, um, but I am rather tired. Adrian peers at you. Not sure what'll happen if you take it all the way off. We might die. Gonna roll an insight check for Adrian. Can I roll deception? Yes. Yeah, because you are concealing information. Am I using Jesus? Natural twenty. Oh yes. <laughs> Seeing the I look as obvious bad as physi- physiological reaction. Hmm. I have no doubt. Pleased. I have no doubt intercessor Sabrina will want to look at that, but for now, put it back, Varus. Thank you. Let's return to you uh, into the pocket. Don't suppose you mind if I smoke? Do I? Do you? I'm not going to go anywhere else. No, carry on. Go on the roof if you must. I love you. Pipe. To the roof, at which point uh, Caesar hands you the water. Thank you. So, Caesar, it's and continues. It's not. It's not been a bad. Uh, oh, what must it have been now? Fourteen years. I glad I you. She smiles, a little. You want some? Shakes her head. Not while I'm working. Boring. Shrugs. Maybe, but um, possibly I should not be taking opium for my prisoner. I'm smoking it right in front of you. It's not doing anything terrible. Hmm. She shrugs. Still, so such a thing. Drag if you like. A little. Have to go back to being boring soon. She. I have to take thoughts on it. Ooh. Okay. Subtly, if possible. Roll a sort of hand check opposed by her arcana check. Let's see if she notices. Shit, that's not good. Um, that is a thirteen. Okay, and for her, that is a. Jason has put this in the wrong place. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> No, that's actually enough. 17, she... Uh, the, as you cast that, she flicks her hands. Counter spells. <laughs> you got me. Hmm. Wasn't trying to escape, though, so, you know, it's fine. Franz thinks, no, you aren't. But I um, do try to keep an eye out for that. Yeah, you're very good at your job. Well done. She smiles. I know. That is why I was chosen to go up here. 
You get bored. Why would I get bored? I get to be on the surface. Uh Of course I have a life. I was not born to a life. But Adron chose me. Lucky you. Yes, very lucky me. Ever tried not following orders? I'm sure it's much more fun. When I was young, I learned that was a mistake. If you can't... The first virtue is loyalty. Not loyalty. No? You don't find that gives you strength? Not your kind. Well, for my loyalty I was rewarded. For proving my loyalty, I was sent up to be trained, to go to the surface, so that I could provide my master. Did you train under my mother's lot? Not in the same way. She's a drow, isn't she? I'm not getting mad. No, she's not a drow. She's, she's not human. a drow. She's human. I'm sorry, I'm getting mixed yeah, up. Yeah, sorry, no. She's human. Lots. <laughs> Many people. Yeah. Many people. Yeah. Um, she's human. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so sort of like human, as it were, very you know, black. Rather yeah, yeah. Than yeah. No, I, I remember the lady. Yeah. I'm just getting mixed up between my people. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are no drow females in this party. I didn't think there were. Yeah. How did you even get involved with the underdog? I was born there. Oh. And I proved my loyalty, and I was chosen to go above. You're not free, though. Is that important? Yes. I have many liberties now. I have a kinder master than many. Up here you wouldn't need a master, you could have a life. But I would not have a purpose. Good. Plenty of things you could do. You know, be a fucking policeman, um, be a pirate, be, you know, be a fucking musician if you want. I could help. But that would not be a purpose. By but serving my master, I know that I am serving a greater cause. You're not. You're serving horrible, rich, powerful people who want to be on top and squash everybody else. Do you not see that? There are many like that. But not my master. Oh, you think Adrian isn't like that? No. Are you two a thing or something? She looks a little revulsed by that. Okay, apparently not. Not... no. You friends? Yes. He has, always treated, he has always treated me well. Oh, fuck me. I would die for him. Why? I believe I just said. Thirstia has a moment where she thoughtlessly <laughs> tries to make a break for it and then just, just brought back by the suggestion. <sighs> Sorry, just um, going quietly crazy over here. It is alright. 
You will find your purpose again. I'm sure I will. You know... I know I'm not getting away. Um, you don't have to keep casting that. You look very tired. I try and cast suggestion. Okay, slow. Does that count as trying to escape? That's up to you. I'm not technically, but I am as a long run goal. So like up to you if that backfires. I'm gonna try, but like it's up to you as DM whether. It Give me a wisdom works. save to see if you can get a, if you can loop all around that. <laughs> Uh, no, that's not going to happen. Um, that is... What are my saves? That's a 14. I doubt that. Yeah, I'm going to say it's kind of against her to save DC, so... Yeah, that seems you fair. You kind of... Tr- you say uh, something about it suppresses the urge, uh, the ability... Suppresses you completing the actual casting. So you don't waste the spell, but you just don't quite manage. No. Nice try. Balls. <laughs> Thank you, you smug fuck. Get some rest. Rest, yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Do? You should be the us tomorrow. You're... You are given sort of the foldy out bit of the carriage to sleep in. Um, with a guard mm-hmm. as well. How long has it been? By this point, it has probably been... Just thinking about when you got in. Uh, how long has it been since you were kidnapped? Yeah. How long has it been since I woke up in this carriage? Since you woke up in this carriage, it's been uh, about 10 hours. Okay, no. not that long. Cool. Yeah, like, yeah, 8 to 10 hours. So... No, I'm not gonna. I'll, I'll wait. Okay. The guard maintains whether you sleep or not. <laughs> I mean, God, I imagine I get so much sleep. Yeah, you. <laughs> Fucking hell! Can you imagine trying to sleep in that situation? Mm. Jesus. Yeah. Only one exhaustion hits. I think that's how it is. I don't think yeah. I sleep unless I'm literally like passing out. I probably sleep at really weird times. Yeah. For no. like an hour at a time, like it's it's that it's kind of thing. Awkward dozing. Yeah. Eventually, uh, a point comes before the sun fully ri- before the sun rises. You guys sort of stop earlier in the day, and then uh, sort of in the early evening, and then before dawn, your uh, the carriages <laughs> clutter on again, and you carry on for much of the next day, having kind of exhausted. Uh, during the middle of that, you make your third exchange, and eventually you become aware through the thin slats uh, of the uh, Tyrian windows that you are ascending, going up switchback mountain roads. Okay. Getting higher and higher. Until late... In the evening, I want to say, uh, there are thereabouts. Actually, no, probably in the in the late afternoon of the twenty third of first shoots, uh, you come to a point where the carriage draws to a stop. 
And suggestion spells have been recast periodically. And you make your way out and you again sort of your return your sunglasses. You watch as Adrian and Lucan both put their put, put pairs of sunglasses on themselves. Uh, Varys sticks on his Evan Guard helmet. And you find yourselves at what looks to be a heavy sort of stone archway at the top of this, again, set of switchback roads. Partly coming out of your archway is actually uh, a canal. And you can see where the canal, again, turns off to what goes off to one side and then begins descending in a switchback series of locks down the side of the mountain until eventually it meets up with the uh, until it eventually meets up with another one which goes uh, with another bit of uh, what's the word I'm looking for canal which leads on towards a distant river which you can see it passes through a town below you're not really sure from sight where you are beyond just but this river is very clearly going down yeah you know that you've gone to the mountains and you can see... Does it look like an underdark entrance? Like oh, yeah. yeah. It looks much like the one you came out of in Sylvan's Dale. freaks out for a second and has another go at leaving. It doesn't work. You, uh... Your, your brother notices. Come along, sister. Fuck you. It's time we went home. That's not home. The, with everyone exiting, a couple of them, uh, a couple of them, especially the uh, human woman and the halfling man. And in the time of your travel, you've overheard their names. You know that the two halflings are respectively called uh, Nashua and, Man- and Manfred. Um, <laughs> stress their names. <laughs> Manfred's such a dumb name. In yeah, he's a, very, he's a very unassuming like sort of fellow. Yeah, so Nashra... Nashra appears to be... Uh, uh, Nashra appears to be the uh, one who... Uh, who, you know, with, who has the little crimson spider spirit with the milk-white eyes. Uh, it's not always obvious. Sometimes it fades out of apparent visibility. Rainbow spirit rears up at it like... Oh. Um, like a python, uh, like a cobra. Yeah, like a cobra. Yeah. The, uh, That's the hand motion I was going for. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I yeah. Lost my word. Um, Nashua doesn't seem to care much uh, as you approach the dark tunnel, but Manfred and Suzette both give a kind of longing glance at the sun before turning and following their master. As you march forward uh, onwards, you come to the first bastion into the Underdark. Within the tunnel, there is what can only be described as a, as a fortress of stone, built uh, in parts just cut into the mountain in, uh, in solid faces of walls. In other parts, you can see where bricks while stone blocks have been moved into position. 
There is one clear entrance through where the barge runs under. You can see there is a solid uh, that there is an iron portcullis. At least the first iron portcullis that goes down into the lake, uh, into the canal, and down to the um, uh, to the uh, row uh, to the row pass row sort of walkway. There we go. That goes beside it. And you can see as you walk towards the walkway beyond that, there's another of these gates, and another, and another. I try and fight again. I know it's not going to work, but I feel feel yourself being not pulled forwards, but just unable to flee back. Keep trying. Adrian, you know there's a whole world out there, right? We could do anything else, anything, anything you like. I'm aware. And when the time is right, we will. Maybe the time's right now. No. Not before you see Mother again. I try and leave again. Give me a wisdom save anyway. Yeah, it's it's not going to happen. I'm not expecting it to no. happen. It's just a roll, I think. But I mean, that twenty. Okay. Yeah. You break. I'm going to say natural 20, you break, you managed, uh, I'm just going to ask you to roll an initiative on this one because they're all going to drop Oh god, I dropped that, so it's not good, it's a, it's a 10. Yeah. Um, you get five steps uh, before the first of the spells hits you. Mm-hmm. Um, roll a wisdom save. Um, 13. You just hear Suzette call out. I suggest you not continue trying to escape. If I stop, there's a visible physical fight that happens against yeah. it. But um, I stop. Stop. Come along, sister. Fuck you. Yes, yes. You're led up to the first gate, and you can see. Uh, and uh, someone stands beside. Uh, and arrives behind the gate, uh, not actually a drow. You can see there is a human uh, with the pale skin of someone who spent much of their life underground, uh, who is wearing a solid, a well-made steel breastplate and carrying a heavy-looking crossbow. Glancing up, you can see there are a number of small square holes dotted in this first exterior wall where other uh, marksmen can lie within. Um, he, he bows his head low. Honored masters, on behalf of uh, the house uh, on behalf of the house um, that I serve of House Palian uh, may I please see your papers he actually says this not in Joven but um, in Elven in Drow in the Drow dialect the uh, <laughs> that's going to be a problem for the yeah. rest of us isn't it oh no <laughs> I can comprehend languages yeah. Lucan steps forward and presents a series of papers uh, which, blazed, uh, uh, which bear on it in a literal physical silver seal 
the mark of a five-pointed star with the elven R in it. Examines them. Again, bows. And, uh, and calls out, this time in undercommon, the sort of pigeon language of the slaves. Raise the gates. Celestia starts to visibly panic. With a heavy winding of chains, you see the portcullis, the first portcullis rises. And you begin to step, uh, and you are gin, well, not that gently, ushered uh, in quite physically I by the rest one point. Way. Yeah. It becomes it a very work, physical fight. But, like, but yeah, you I are fight. shoved in. The Looking up, you can see there are murder holes directly above. There are what appear to be just steel spears set into springs ready to be designed to just go straight down into anybody who would uh, who might be trying to get through this entrance that's not invite invited there's a lot of defenses pointed down here and as you go in between the first gate and the second oh the gates I fight. you fight you struggle but portcullis closes and one by one by one gate is raised, you're forced through, the gate closes. Raised, forced through, gate closes. And the last one is raised. And you have fight and struggle and spit. I fight everywhere. Yeah. And it kind of takes both Varus and Lucan to push you through the last one before the gate <laughs> comes down. The light here there's still a little bit of light that goes through the portcullises, but it's very thin and dim. And waiting, there is a barge, uh, one of the dwarf barges. And up ahead, you can see there's the solid stone, the wide stone tunnel. Dark at first, but as your eyes adjust again, you can see hung on little standing poles by the edge of the canal. There are small glass bowls filled with the phosphorescent bluish uh, glow cap, which provides a little bit of light. And the barge which has been set out is made of rare rare at least but imported from the surface wood uh at least rare down here and there are three barges set together uh there is actually a second barge that is uh you can see is waiting for this first barge to pass before you go through that one the distant barge you can see there is a dwarf at its helm uh, and behind there are piled high many ingots of what looks like pig iron. The barge coming in, the f back, uh, the uh, the rear two barges are piled high with other wares from the surface. One with what seems to be um, wood chippings, wood chippings and uh, chippings, bits of sawdust. 
what seems to be just a pile of excrement, animal waste, which has been mounded up. Shit barge, yeah. It's a shit barge. <laughs> it's absolutely essential. Uh, another of which I don't question. Yeah, this another of which is why. yeah, <laughs> another of which is uh, you can see uh, uh, has pottery, uh, uh, has has sacks and sacks of grain. The front one is arranged more. You can see that is is a passenger barge. It's been set up for people to travel in. And standing again at its head is one. Of, it, it is a grey bearded uh, dwarf and a younger dwarf uh, by them with a black beard. And uh, harnessed up to it is a massive black carapist stag beetle, about the size, a little bit larger than a shire horse. It seems to be a little bit sluggish this far, close to the surface. Um, but as this... I tend to imagine. Yeah. I hate myself forever for this, but um, please, I can't. I can't go back. He looks at you. You don't feel anything. I don't beg people, and I'm begging. I can't do that, not again. Can't be there. Your place is at home. My place is up there. My place is anywhere else. My place is wherever the fuck I want it to be. Come along, sister. I fight. You do. And you have to be pushed towards the de- the the barge. And you see there are two more figures who stand up upon your arrival. A pair of drow. Now, before we get back home, you have another appointment to keep. Intercessor Severina has sent some people. And oh, would the two <laughs> would the two drow like to describe what she sees? Oh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> I mean, what you can see is Celestia visibly panicking, just so that right. you know what Celestia looks like, but just so that you have some okay. like you what's happening like well, visible panic breathing. What I'm saying. Alright. You see a um, smartly dressed, slightly uh, diminutive uh, uh, man of maybe somewhere in his mid-second century. What do you mean of dimin- What do you mean by diminutive in this context? He's about a foot shorter than you. Okay, little. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he has a uh, shock of almost platinum uh, 
hair. Like, uh, just the occasional uh, uh, strand of blonde in it. Mm. He has um, quite piercing lilac eyes. Mm -hmm. And his hair is kind of braided tight to his his head in a uh, typical uh, drow fashion. Mm -hmm. And he's sort of staring almost quizzically at you. He has a... um, the hint of uh, frills at his cuffs, but the rest of it is a quite um, uh, elegant but inexpensively well-made uh, uh, drow suit, as it were. Not wildly fancy. No, there's um, there's sort of trims of uh, of leather on it. He has a rapier at his um, at his side, and a um, I, guess I suppose it would be a, a hand crossbow on uh, one of his hips. His hair's about uh, shoulder length, and he has a kind of unctuous tone to his uh, to his appearance. He, he's he's looking at you with a mixture of like quizzicalness, but also mild resentment. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and standing next to him, almost identical height mm-hmm. and build, um, is another drow mm-hmm. in uh, plain black and silver breastplates, long robes of purple, black and white. Uh, Are these robes familiar? Not of character. Uh, yes, in fact, uh, can you, if you can roll me an intelligence check, please. Um, 18. Both of these draw look vaguely familiar, like you might have met them or seen in passing once. Yeah, they're familiar by the, the robes are definitely standard. You think this is... Yeah, you, you vaguely recognise this, seeing this priestess before in the company of Intercessor Sabrina. Uh, they're a similar age. Um, maybe slightly older, if you had to guess. Mm-hmm. Close in age. Um, long platinum white hair down to the waist just hangs straight down Mm -hmm. Um, same purple very light lilac eyes washed out Mm -hmm. and a group of spiders falling up and down on the sleeve Mm -hmm. which only you can see yeah Yeah. Uh, sort of dark gold about a dozen of them rainbow spirit kind of cocks up again a little bit like a cobra over my shoulder but it's more sort of questioning the face is just unreadable. Yeah. Um. Sorry, Robert's just showing me a drawing of the character mm. and it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for the pause. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, you're... Just watching. Yeah. You see Where the... do I get walked to? Do I get walked near you get them? walked toward, up to the barge. <laughs> You can't escape, so no. So do try to make yourself comfortable. <clears throat> Celestia is like visibly shaking at this point. Uh, Adrin bows his head, uh, bows to the uh, uh, bows to the cleric, and gives a slight nod of the head to the more uh, fancily dressed. Uh, I return it deferentially. 
it. He's actually it. There you go. Cleric Sabnet. Sorry, that's actually a wrong one, is it? Cleric Sander. Uh, he says, uh, nodding to, uh, bowing. Sander, yeah, with, with a, a T. T on the front. Uh, <laughs> cool. Bowing to the, uh, uh, to the to the clerically dressed. Mm, give dress. him a slight nod of the head. And Sabnet, he says, inclining his head to uh, also Sabnet. The the yes. yeah. How it sounds, with Sabnet. It. Subnet. No. Subnet. With a T at the start as well. Yes. I yeah, actually. Um, okay. Celestia Stardust, nice to fucking meet you. And this it's is my pleasure. sister, Lady Trellon. Fair Celestia, if you don't mind. As so. you can see from her outfit, my sister has... Gone the native... That's one way to put it, yes. should try it sometime. It's a lot more fun. While we're still out here in the provinces, it's less of an issue, but I do expect that you will put on some decent clothes at some point before we reach Otua so that I can avoid having to have Varys dunk you in the canal until until you're ready to change. always fancied being dunked in the canal very well looks to the uh, to the dwarf and cleanses it my apologies master boatsman Varus roll a an athletics or acrobatics check as Varus grabs you right now oh god it's bad it's really bad guys it's really bad How bad is um, it? That is seven. Yeah, grabs you and proceeds to just <sighs> dunk you straight down into the canal <laughs> before pulling you back up and depositing you on the boat. <coughs> Refreshing. <coughs> I'm sure we can come to an arrangement before we reach you two. Well. Do I know both of you? I feel like I've seen you before. <coughs> So it's Serena's lot, I assume. Well, we are involved in the church, or have been. Adjunct. Brilliant. Would it be acceptable if we, if I spoke to your sister alone? Yes, I'm sure course. I can guide her back to the proper path. It's not like I can escape. I'm under a fucking suggestion. <coughs> I'm still coughing like water out my lungs. Interesting. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, Manfred, <laughs> deliver my sister's clothing to the private ca- uh, to private cabin two, and lay it out for her. Um, um, please feel free to make use of the uh, of the cabin. Of course. And we will deal with affairs here. Thank you for your patience, Master Boat Dwarf. Let us be on our way. The as you're kind of sh- slightly shivering a little bit from the uh, cold water, uh, and the temperature has dropped noticeably now that you're underground. The dwarf clicks his, uh, his tongue twice, and the giant stag beetle seems to rouse itself and begins sluggishly at first but with growing speed 
pulling the barge downstream. The barge that's been waiting has a matching giant stag uh, beetle on the other side. Goes up and begins, and once again the various portcullises start raising. By that point you're already now heading Heading down down with um, Clarexander. Sibling, you are welcome to join. I would appreciate. My brother and sister, I thought you ought to like. You know, I think I, I prefer might. Sibling. Noted. Thank you. Um, so we can find a bit of privacy. You do indeed. Uh, check while we're checking in, brother, sibling. Indeed. What do you prefer? Brother will do. Um, you're done. No this... need to be impolite, is there? <laughs> of course not. As this is the Certainly passenger cow, uh, the passenger barge, uh, there are some below le- level uh, caverns, and these are because these are intended for potentially drow passengers moving around. They are very nicely apportioned, all in blacks and purples and reds. Uh, because classic, there's a color scheme. Because there is a color scheme, <laughs> um, but it is very comfortable. You can see that a plate of lightly spiced uh, fungi have been laid out. Charming. Uh, as well as some wi- uh, as well as some root wine. I like the pipe, I don't ask. Sabna will sort of pick at it idly. Brother, could you check that no one is listening in? Just why do you give a shit? Privacy is uh, to be valued down here. I would have thought someone in your situation might be appreciative of that. Not had any in the last few days. Been a nice change, but not expecting it. <laughs> is there uh, is there anyone? Else? I uh, uh, do a surreptitious um, check of the surrounding area to make okay. sure that we are not being overheard. You can overheard. see that um, Varus has Varus is standing guard a little bit down the hall. Uh, just that seems to be more making sure that no one tries to get into the one door in or out of the private chamber. Or escape through it, rather than anything else. So if we're careful, we can avoid being overheard. He seems to be out of earshot from the perspective of a door closed and keeping your voices down. Um, The interior of this room is lit, again, by a couple of little glass uh, bowls of gently glowing blue glow glow cap, uh, which is enough light for you all to see by, because you're all drown. (laughs) Right. Celestial, was it? That's what I'd prefer. Very well. I'm going to show you something, and I ask that you don't react. Can you manage that? That depends on what it is. I apologise, you will not see this, brother. I hold up my hand, one of the spiders crawls up my hand, and as it reaches my palm, it shimmers slightly. And shifts into a firefly. That is quite the trick. It might be we have a few goals that align. Hmm. That's um. So you that's have potentially decide... very good news. Hmm. You so... are interesting. And apparently, you have the sight as well. Yes, I. Fiddle with the rainbow spirit so you can see. Interesting. Mine never um never wants to hide. It's a unique little trick I've picked up. It's good. 
Useful, I'd imagine. think you can imagine why it's worth keeping up. Yeah. We're not quite what we seem. But it, it is an image we will maintain. What do you want? I'm not sure yet. Money, preferably, but I'd settle got for money. power. Zav is simple in his interests. I have as much money as you like. I've, um, they didn't actually take my purse. <laughs> Funnily enough, how much have I got? Uh, anything you want. Just have a look in here. Um, I've got, um, you know, 170 gold pieces. Uh, <sighs> you can have that if you want. I've got 1,400 notes. If you've got a bank, you can change the mat. Just take all of it, if you'll help. Um, I mean, preferably not. If we could come to some other arrangement, that would be really helpful, because I'm probably going to need money too. But, An um... appearance of normality is useful. Can you manage this? Are you an asset we can use? What kind of normality do you need? Good question. What do you need from me? Primarily, well, been a, been I... Rough day. I can appreciate that. Primarily, I think information would be of use to us. Okay. Information on what, exactly? Quite honestly, a contact down here is not of much use to us. Contacts above. I have contacts. I know the president. Which one? Shit. <laughs> well, it's bigger, isn't it? Jean-Paul Savat. Would we have any idea who that is? The world has changed pretty quickly yeah. upstairs. Mm. We've got criminal contact. Um, You're probably oh. not even aware that Saul doesn't have a king right Well, <laughs> well Saul, the, the, the king isn't really in power right now. That's true, right. Um, some very interesting people. Um, who, who do you need? You, potentially. We're what can you do for me in return? Well, you're no good to me down here. I need to get out. Yes, you seem wasted down here. Can't be here. What was it about the service that turned your head? <laughs> Honestly? First, um, first it was a girl. Oh dear. I don't hide my reaction. There is a reaction. <laughs> it's the what first kind? emotion. Um, All right. Pain. You're I've right. got to roll a um, uh, an insight to see yeah. if I Yeah, I will this. find out yeah. what that exactly was. Because so. Do you want me to roll insight? Uh, I mean, to be honest, your passives are your probably passive will both be fine. better yeah, than your that. Passives were both okay, fine. Cool. Do you want me to roll? No, if it's above a seven, well, you're gonna say my see passive it. insight actually is above a seven. I think. Yeah, yes. I'm, yeah, I'm fairly certain. Isn't it always a girl? Oh, you, you, you too. It's complicated. Okay. Mum was too. Um, we actually broke up a few days ago. But she lives. Yeah, there's that. She's married. Complicated. Not the reputation I'd come to expect from Adrian Rothanol. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. We are 
closely acquainted with the family. I'm sorry. Apology accepted. (laughs) I assume from all of this that you're not fans. But, you know, just shoot me in the face if I'm wrong. My brother has ambitions. What kind? I am what passes for the head of my house. I gave that up when I joined the church. No other siblings? We are the entirety of our house. Imagine that, um... It's not an easy thing being as they are down here. No, quite. Although... A man on his own is vulnerable. Quite so. A man in a room full of women as well, trying to get things done. Don't envy you there. I need... Something that will... Oh, the bio. See, I realised that sounded like I was misgendering your character. I actually wasn't. I was talking about other heads of houses. I, was, I assume. Yeah, I took it. For yeah. anyone listening, though, yeah. I don't yeah. want to make it sound like I'm just discounting. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't hurt to clarify. That yeah. Yeah. Some way of improving my position would not go amiss. Although merely improving my options might not go amiss What about either. just a way out? Would that do you? Indulge me. Hmm. Um, what is there? I'm sure there's nothing to interest you, brother. Hmm. There's a lot. There's. Have you seen the sky? No. Yes. You know what? Fuck the sky. The people. They're um. They're worth it. Things are different up there. Um. People aren't tied to a house necessarily, and there are places to see and people to meet. And they live and die like fireflies, though. <laughs> Interesting choice of words. You know, um, rather live for like eighty years happy than live for. 700 miserable. Well, that I can at least appreciate. I am young, though. Yes. <laughs> that you are. We heard rumours, just rumours, you understand, that uh, one of the Rossinal children had gone absent. Yeah, they're true. <laughs> <laughs> Not a thing I'm sure your family wished to advertise. No, I'm surprised Savrina even knew, to be honest. Hmm. I bet she wasn't pleased. <laughs> she hears much. Can I ask you a personal question? Fuck it, why not? What is your purpose on the surface? You have drive, I see it. What is it you wanted to achieve? Not when you left now, what is it you wanted to I want to help. I am... Interesting. 
I want to change things. How? It's very complicated. Um, I'm still worried about telling you things. Understandably. Understand I'm risking a lot. I know. Talking to you. I yeah. can't help but wonder if this is some bullshit loyalty test though. I mean, you've <laughs> met you've met them. They do this. They do this they stuff. Do. They play mind games. You, you could you, you, you could be anyone in disguise. You, you could be fucking Quilena for all I know. <sighs> I, I sound completely insane. Mm, there's something I want to ask, but I don't know if I trust you. Um, can I just sort of fiddle with the rings on my finger and think, yeah. Myla? feel something. Honesty? Little ghost of a thought in your mind. I'm not sure. Seems like there's risk here. Maybe we need to get to know them better. Can't go if they're what we think, they're what we want, we need to at least get them to the temple, get them to where we've got it, get them into the city. We need to be closer by. We haven't got what we need here. I trust you. I trust you too. Can't do it from here, can't do it. No, no, we wouldn't get through the bastion. Very well. Do I see anything of this? Or? You don't see or hear anything. Cool. I just wanted to... Yeah, I thought so for a moment. You do. Well, we appear to have reached an impasse. <laughs> we will talk more. I am... Um, I am sorry to say that I believe we need to travel deeper. I want you out of this place. But How I... How do I know that? You just have to trust. I could look in your head. I've got a spell. Try. Okay. I do. Just go straight off. How do you do that? I have a few tricks. We have some good tricks. One thing you will find that the remaining members of our family are good at is playing the long game. We've what had if I don't no want other to play choice. The long game? Well, you are most interesting in that it seems that for someone so young, you have achieved quite a great deal. Who could say that? <laughs> I've got, um, I've got very good friends. Indeed. I'm glad. There are not many friends down here. Exactly. That's why I want to leave. Honestly, um, there is all the... I, I do want to change stuff, I do want to help, but also I just sort of want to be with my friends, to be honest. It's, um, it's pretty big right now. And I'm not going to ask you to change anything about your behaviour. I would ask that you pretend to hate us. It will help. Okay. And I will help you. But I'm not going to pretend that I'm not going to use you also. What are you going to use me for? I cannot trust you yet. 
What would it take? You can look in my head, I don't give a shit. I can't. That's not a trick I have learned. Truth spell. I don't trust a truth spell. We've learned the hard way they can be subverted. If they can, I can't do it, but then again, again, you've no reason to trust me. I'm sorry to put you through this. I almost mean that. I will... I apologise. This is not going to be easy, this is going to be unpleasant, but... <laughs> Didn't predict that. Trust that there will be good done through it. If you can trust in anything. I am not good. I am under no illusions, but I do good. Okay. And I turn a blind eye. My brother enjoys money and the power that money can bring. Made a lot more money up on the surface. Indeed. And we make a lot of money through other means down here. What other means? Or is that a secret too? We cannot trust you just yet. Okay. No, you have allies. No, you are not alone. But right now we are as powerless as you. And we will protect ourselves first. But if I help you? I will use you, but I will help you. If and I, as long if as I let you use me, oh, um, could there be a way out? Eventually. What's eventually? I don't know. I wish I could tell you more. It's complicated. Feel a warmth for a moment, um, Santa, in the ring, and a voice in your mind. Dreams. Your dreams have spoken of a flame that will draw a moth. A moth that could chew through thing, through the world. Keep, if this is our flame, keep her close. Keep her close until this moth comes as I think that will be what we need but get her to the light first okay um how about we make it a trade of sorts small one to start off with, what... I'm always what, open to commerce. What would it take for you to start trusting me in a small way? Hmm. Could I do anything? I've shown you something that could have me... Excommunicated is a nice way to put it. I have no love for the church. See that as a sign of trust. Hmm. It's a step... Someone whose opinion I value thinks you are important. Who? That is a level of trust that no one has. I'm not doing well at this, am I? 
As someone who has been to the surface quite recently, I confess I, confess I have had my curiosity piqued a little by what you may have seen and experienced up there. It's a lot better. Really? Yes. This place is a shithole compared to the surface. It's miserable and it's I would dark ask you and cold. not to turn my brother's head with ideas. He is useful where he is. Now you sound like them. I told you I'm not nice. I do good. How do I know you're any better? If I may. Suppose you may. I'm not going anywhere, am I? If they were not any better, would we even be having this conversation? Maybe. Manipulation is manipulation. And useful, certainly, but... There is very little in the way of leverage they could gain. Well, I mean, as a start, I'm obviously not going to tell anyone. Good. I've seen what they do to people at church. Yes, we, uh... It is a regrettable thing. Um, what's next? Um, what else do you need? I, I don't I need you have close. another option. I need you to stay close. Mm-hmm. And I need you to trust that we're playing a long game here. I have people up there that need me right now. And I think they will come for you. And that is a danger and a risk. We will not pretend that that is not likely. If hmm. um, if we were to end up trusting each other, would you help? If you will help. Yes. You've inspired loyalty amongst some people from the surface. Not bad at talking sometimes. That is useful. Most certainly. Not hired by the president. (laughs) Not that that matters. What? Jean-Paul Savat, I mentioned. It is not necessarily powerful connections we need. Interestingly. Useful ones, however. Normal people? I know... know. Wealthy people. Wealthy people. um, Serves my brother's ends. I mean, there are a load of noblemen who are maybe about to be released. You could... Bother them. Then <laughs> hmm. you know, to take any money I have, so I'll go towards it. Trust. You can leave me with a bit for you know passage. That'd be nice, but most of it's yours. Just please. Eventually, I will tell you of my work. Well, you've piqued my interest. If you find, if we build some trust, but for now, trust that we try to be. A light in the dark. And that all of the spiders become fireflies for a second before going back to where they were. You always were the more theatrical one. I like theatrical. Hmm. 
So do I, in my own way. <laughs> You're harder to work out. Good. I like it that way. Well done, then. He <sighs> smiles at you for the first time. <laughs> Smile back. Shakily, but I do. We should leave it there for now, before someone questions us. So, you need me to look like I'm resisting. I should still wear these clothes, I should still be a pain in the ass. For a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe at some point we should make steps to bring you back to the church, perhaps. How have you behaved thus far? Badly. <laughs> Keep it up. Then consistency help, uh, would suit our purpose. Okay. For us to change your mind so quickly would be suspicious. Maybe we need to. Um, maybe we need to make it look like you break me down to some capacity. Hmm. Yes, that feels realistic. I, I get tired and despairing, and I, I give in yes, after a while good, and get changed. But even and you would try need time, sibling. There is still hope in you. Mask it. Hide it. Bury it. I'll hide it slowly. Yes. I'm, I'm Do not lose it. No. Let it burn. Okay. Don't let it rot. I'll try. It will poison you. Those who have lost hope become very useless and tiresome. Yeah, I nod at the door where, like, Adrian's outside. I've noticed. He looks over his shoulder in the direction that you uh, indicate and goes, Huh. Well, I have always suspected. I mean, it's just a theory. He's dead inside. <laughs> it makes sense. Bit of a stick up his ass. <laughs> there is that, yes. Such delightful turns of phrase you've picked up, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, eventually... You do you remain in the cabin, or do at any point you return? I think we return. Um, I think we should stage a bit of a fight. That's what I think. Not like a physical fight, but there's a lot of there's shouting and swearing, jostling. I think I think we have a bit of a pretend fight. Okay. Eventually, you storm out, you return, and you come up towards the surface of the barge. The light of the surface is gone now, too far behind. The long, dark canal stretches onwards, but the tunnel has opened up into vast cavern. Just changes in the quality of the darkness make out the shape of the caves ahead. Much of it is not lit. Here and there, a post with a little bowl of glow cap light marking out the edges of the canal as the great beetle continues down the towpath. When Celestia looks up and sees no sky, 
There's kind of a where she freezes. Panic breathing starts up. And she starts kind of shaking and sort of grabs onto a wall and like sits down on the floor of the barge for a second and sort of puts her head between her knees. Well, shit. And it's visible panic. Yeah. Just watch. Have I seen something that, like, yeah, I would have done. In the distance, there are, you catch sights of small colonies of natural glow cap giving a little illumination and in places the stalactites in many places the stalactites and stalagmites are thick creating just forests of rock columns dense once every now and again shadows quick moving insectoid shapes moving between the small groups of fungi, going for, hunting for food, foraging between places. But apart from the distant um, places where people live, and you do pass them every now and again, stone cabins or structures of chitin, next to carefully managed rows of fungi. The underdark is dark, chill. The air, strangely fresh, fresher than the, of the surface. And quiet, save for the gentle clicking of the scarab the great scarab moving onwards and the gentle lapping of water against the barge's hull. While you descend down into the darkness up above, your companions ride furiously towards the heat of battle. And that is where we will pick up next time. Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Thunlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. A land stands on a sabre's edge And some would light the powder kegs But if we're ever to be free We must accept the hand of peace So gather your muskets, gather your spears We'll plunder the shores of Cassinier no kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.